episode 108 of Lost in Translation 1. I'm May. And I'm Jay. And this week we watched All Aboard the Tag Team Express. Or The Data of Operation. Defend the Akiba Market. And To Make the World Go Away. Or Annihilation of the Digital World? Exclamation point? Lucamon's Roulet of Darknessus. I want you to go away, Jay. Okay. I don't want the world right, to go well, away. No, not actually, bye, though. Bye, everyone. I'm out of here. For Digi News this week, first up, we have news of a new pop-up shop in Japan, and this is called Digimon Universe, and it has stuff from all seasons, from Adventure up until Try and Atmon. So it's got all the Goggle Kids on the poster, and it's really quite a cute little poster, and I'll just get up a picture for you. So basically it has the Goggle Kids from each of the seasons. Is Davis just represented by a gravestone? No, I'm unfortunately. That'd be awesome. And no, it's it's uh it's quite a, a cool little thing. Um, and it's but it's kind of weird because each season sort of has a different-ish art style. But it's okay, not, they not, can all be best friends. Like not enough to like be a big problem. And there's one season in particular where it's just they the art style was a, like a pretty big change, and they tried to like change the style around a little bit. And I'm just still looking for the photo up here. Um. Have you seen any of the other main characters? There's only like two left. Uh, no, there are three. There's Sabres, Cross Wars, and then um, Hunt- Wars Young again. Hunters. Young Hunters has a... Okay. Like they have... Like I've, I've explained how Young Hunters sort of has like one and a half seasons and the first uh, season and a half has one gold kid and then it's sort of like a Tai Chi Davis thing. I thought Young Hunters was part of Cross Wars. It is, but it's like a Adventure Zero Two sort of thing. Even though Young Hunters is shorter. So wait, does Cross Wars have three protagonists then? No. Um. So the first two seasons of Cross Wars is one season basically. Oh, then you misspoke. Okay. Yeah, it's like a weird. Because you said Young one. Hunters has one and then it changes. No, no. Well, you mean as Cross Wars yeah, has Cross one, Wars then has Young one. Hunters. Yeah, comes Young Hunters changes. So here's the here's the poster for it. All right. Let's take a quick look. See at this. There's it's nice Haru, Haru and Tai, and Tai's in the wrong art style. Twi- Tai's also there twice. Tai's there from Adventure, and Tai's there from uh, Try. So he, yeah, so he is. Uh, Davis, I wish he would die. And the Staccato, he's looking he's looking happy. Uh, Gilmore looks like a weird, like, full-on dinosaur. There's the two kids I've never seen before. And there's three kids you've never seen before th- there. Holy, oh, that's right, of course, of course. So there's Shoutmon, there's Purplemon, there's Purplemon, who I've legit never seen before. Looks like... Dorumon or whatever the dinosaur except crap except is that mixed with Vimon for some reason yeah he's he's very much like Vimon and then there's another guy with an Agumon which as far as I'm aware is the puncher from Savers yep you're looking forward to him I don't know I he, he looks like crap honestly he looks garbage but it's it's hard to say also the Agumon's different it's actually a different design he's not he has a different nose and he has straps on his hands yeah, also when you put them right up against each other, Ty and the guy with Shoutmon look exactly the same. His, na- his name look, is... Look, look at them. Yeah, I know, but his name is Taiki. Really? Taiki and Taichi? Yes. They look exactly the same. He's Are you fr- sure they didn't want to just use Ty in it? His friend is called Akari. Okay. Yep. Akari. Yeah. Though in the dub, um, Taiki was called Mikey. And Akari was called Angie. I just wondered, did they ever call Taiki Tai? Did they ever in the... No, I, I, no? Don't, think, I don't think so. I, that's only an English thing, I guess. So, it, it, is, it is quite nice to see them all together. Also... No, it's not. I've never... Mm, I've not really seen them all, all together. Like, I've seen, like, the first five protagonists together. But not, like, this updated one with the Cross Wars guy like and Atmon. You know who would be best friends? Takato and Haru. <gasps> they totally would. And I... That'd be great. And who sucks? Davis. I wish he would die. <laughs> yeah, but what I noticed when I saw them all together is that 
the nerdier goggle kids are all quite pale, and the ones who have mentioned being good at sports are like more tan. And well, they I kind spend of time like outside. I know, but it's like it's such a minor thing that I don't expect from Digimon. You're right. the The idea they put thought into anything is shocking. Mm. And then the next bit of loss of Digi News before we move on to Lost News Lately Mon is that the Tri DVD and Blu Ray disc release for Australia has a price and a release date. So is it one hundred twenty dollars? No, it's coming out on July nineteenth. And the DVD is $29.98. That is cheap for a Japan DVD. And a blue, the Blu-ray disc is $37.98, which is, it's, it's like, it's not that, like, I, I posted this on the internet and people are like, that is really expensive. And I'm like, that, that's normal for Australia. And people say, like, why don't you just import it from, from America? I'm like, you, you don't understand how much shipping is all the American dollar, do you? Or how regions work. Um, Blu- Blu-rays are region-free. Region I, I can, didn't know that. I can play Japanese div- uh, Blu-rays on my PS4. You should just show them, hey, you see these $80 boxes of, like, Madoka DVDs where there's two episodes in them? Yeah, for, for anime, especially, like, anime that is aimed at adults, that's always a bit more expensive. Like, if it's the, ki- the, the kids' anime, you know, Pokemon and the other anime, the Yokai Watch and the sort of younger anime... It is cheaper, but you've also got to remember that these DVDs and Blu-rays, they only have it in English. And this has it not just on the, in the dub, but it also has it, the original, like, Japanese audio with English subtitles. Official subtitles? Yep. Well, same as Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll is official. Well, it's Crunchyroll. It's licensed. Fair enough. And they, prob- have an they probably have the same sort of subtitles. I'm, I'm not sure. There's not much release information about the Australian version. I mean, apparently there's... A I've, I've heard that the English release actually had a different song than the American release as the intro. I've heard the American intro. It is... I'm not sure how... I'm still not sure how, what I feel about the American intro, but I guess we'll cover that eventually. It just goes like, The Digi-volution is up and coming. No, it's not that. It's, it's like that, though. Did you hear? Did you see? Do you know what's coming? So, for Lost News Lightning Mon... Jay's still singing, apparently. So, for Lost News Lightning Mon, we're really close to our next Patreon milestone, which will allow us to play the Japanese Digimon board game, which means that I have to speak Japanese and read Japanese. But we also have another friend who is more fluent than I am and has, le- like, university-level education of Japanese. Who? Uh, other Mitch. Not my Mitch. Uh, board game Mitch. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I cool. think he might be fluent. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I, I, he understands me when I rant about kanji. Well, but no, he's, don't we all? His Japanese is a lot better than mine. He doesn't like kanji. He's not, like, really amazing at kanji but like it's got furigana yeah so we have two people who can sort of read japanese then well one and a half i'm counting myself as a half then maybe we'll be able to work something out i'm pretty sure there are also guides online but it'd feel good if we actually did read it so that's our next one i believe we're ten dollars away from the next milestone or maybe no, it might be less but then patreon takes out a chunk so I'm, I'm not sure. So we're almost we're really close to that. And then the milestone after that will allow us to start making an, an, an additional monthly series where we cover something that Jay likes. Signing with Gurren Lagan. Yay! So we're That'll also- take two years to get through. <laughs> so also a bit of more news about stuff. End of season questions have been released. And this is for episode 111. And I've even started setting up the segment guide for that. I'm pretty proud. And episode 111 will basically talk about everything and also look at savers and sort of like every other end of season thing we've done. So the post that compiles all of the bits and bobs, like the listener questions and the poll that we have set up, which is which is worth zero to a frontier, is up on our website. We also have an end of 
season survey that's about the podcast in general, like your opinions on the podcast, like how well are we doing? And we'd really appreciate if you would answer that as well. And we'll also address that in episode 111. And I'm going to have to send out this segment guide to Jay soon so he starts to fill out things because I have lots and lots and lots of questions for him to answer. <sighs> and you can find, so you can find this post on the website, but it's also actually in the header on our website. So it's really easy to find. And another bit of Lost News Lightning Mon is that I was on another With The Will episode and this was with Adam Pulver from System Restore. So the three of us were with Mark and we basically talked about a lot of news about th- about our collections because I'd recently posted a big picture of my collection and about a bunch of news that came out like the Digimon Universe pop-up shop. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, you should give that a listen. It's really cool. And this is my, this was my second time on With The World podcast and I'd like to be on again. And I think that Mark mentioned he wanted me on when the Tri-DVD came out here because it's been out in America for like a month now, I think. Oh, then we don't have to do the show about that. That's awesome. Oh, no, no, we will. Oh. I, have, I, do, I have plans. I have very oh. big plans. Oh, okay. I'll talk to you about that offline I'll, or maybe in the Patreon I'll chat. I'll be crushed under the anvil of these plans. Yeah, they're, they're Bigham's plans. And for the last bit of Lost in News Lately, Mom, we had some art drawn for us. Yeah. By Clickamon on Tumblr. <laughs> I, was, I was really surprised, honestly. It's so nice. I love getting art. It's so good. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's a, it's when I talked about the Archimon at the UN. It's yeah. just there in a suit. It's really adorable. It's so cute. And then it was what I mentioned about the purified Petaldramon is being watered and it's so cute. And it's got like the caption is, uh, please remember to always water your Petaldramon. So cute. Anyway, on to Obnoxious Synopsis. The first episode that we're watching this week is called All Aboard the Tag Team Express or The Data of Operation Defend a Keeper Market. What do you think will happen in this episode? Okay, so what I think is going to happen, right? Right, okay, okay. And it's a long shot, but I think they are told hey, the Royal Knights are going to go take a keeper market. You guys have to go defend it, right? And the kids go. And there's all these, like, you know, low-level Digimon who are working for the Royal Knights there. Or there might even be a strong one. There's a Digimon working for the Royal Knights attacking the keeper market saying, where's the data for a keeper market? Is it under here? Is it under here? And then the kids say, you should stop that. Did you know that's bad? These people need to make a livelihood. And the Bad guy said, no, we don't care for the glory of Lucemon, blah, blah, blah. And the kids beat them. And then they beat them and they go, great, a keeper market is safe. And then Lord Nightmon goes, this is my data now. And then they go away. And then the kids are standing on a train platform going, damn it, we have to stop them next time. So you think it'll follow the same story that every other episode so far in this arc has had of kids show up, save, like, there's a problem, they fix the problem, they save the town, the real knights show up. And take the data. Are you trying to imply that the writers of Frontier only have one storyline? Well, some episodes haven't been bad. Like, like what? The Bergamon episode. That's not in this arc. I feel like there are a few good episodes in the Evil Spirits arc. Not in this arc, no. Except for the, except <laughs> for the Moon go. episode. That's what I want to hear. Do you think anything will annoy you in this episode? Yes, if it's the same story as the last four episodes. I remember really liking this arc. And then you I, were wrong. And then I remember making a post on the With the Will thread saying something along the lines oh, of... Oh, it's underrated. Everyone, everyone no, should no, watch no, no, it again. No, no, no. I never said that. I said, oh, I'm actually really looking... Like, I had, had a spoiler tag around. I said, I'm really looking forward to 
Jay's thoughts on the Royal Knights arc because I really like that arc. Oh, back when we went back to Flametown and it was so nostalgic. Yeah. Oh my god, up. it's so important to me. Flametown, you're that place where there is no fire, just pictures of it. And then someone replied to my post saying, Yeah, that's the worst arc in Frontier. And so um, did everyone else. Yeah, and so did everyone, even the people who liked Frontier. And I was like, Oh no, but I really like that arc. <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess I really liked Crusademon. That's what I'm saying. Do you know what the Royal Knights are? The most lame thing in all of Digimon. And the thing is, so someone was telling me about this the other day, there was the idea in game design, I think there was the best friend cast that was covering it actually, and the idea that like a video game company and a team will make a video game and they'll say, we have a particular gimmick and that's what sets us apart and everyone's going to love it. It's going to be the best thing ever. Mm. And they use the example of in The Evil Within, there's the crossbow, which is the main like weapon yep. and it's got a whole set of mechanics around it and it's clearly what they're meant to set the game apart, but it's like the worst part of the game. And I feel like the Digimon team really think the Royal Knights are awesome. They really think they're they're like super cool. Yeah. Like kids are falling over themselves for these Royal Knights. Oh, there's these Digimon. They're in knight armor and they all look different and have, I guess, vaguely different personalities. And they're just, they're so cool. And boy, do they suck in everything. In X Evolution, they're garbage. In this, they're garbage garbage in try they're the worst thing because they're nothing the royal knights are consistently the worst thing in digimon and i think i think they might just be terrible no don't say that hopefully they're okay in try the coolest royal knight that exists is the one that isn't a royal knight which is dante mon not 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 dante mon i'm thinking of i'm thinking of atmon what's the one that um that uh oh god what's his name takato's digimon um, oh, Dukemon, he's a Royal Knight. Yeah, not really. No, he is a Royal Knight. Uh, not really. He is. He's not in ex- that series. He's in X-Evolution. In that series, he's not. Well, we know that the Royal Knights do exist in Frontier, so maybe he that was a Royal Knight one, but these two are the evil Royal Knights who have spread out, I don't know. They're different worlds. Like, the Royal Knights as a group suck. So you don't want to see them ever again in any other Digimon season? Pretty much. Also, I think the design of Digimon who are big in armor is really boring and lame. I think that war. I think what they had was they had Wargreymon, and everyone thought that's awesome. I don't think Wargreymon's a real knight. No, I'm not saying he is. I'm saying it's a. It looks like a okay, guy yeah. in armor, and everyone said that's really cool. Let's make things more and more human and less and less interesting. Because what animes ever had pe- like humanoids in armor before as the bad guy? Okay. We've never seen that. It's not like you know having a weird dude attached to a big virus in space was interesting. It was. Let's be real. Apocalypse, very interesting. Crap, but interesting. Loves pizza, very interesting. Terrible though. I really like the Royal Knights. I think they're all really cool. I Why? Really like their designs. Why do you like them? I like Alphamon. I like that he was a dog and that he could be, grow some armor. So what you're saying is you don't like Alphamon. You like what he what he was before. No, no, I like no, I, I like Alphamon. I like the Royal Knights. Anyway. But- what is it about Alphamon that you like? Not his design. What has he ever done that you like? Uh, it's a spoiler. Oh, okay. Was it really cool? Yes. Okay, fine. Also, she was a girl. So was in, Lord in Nightmon. One. Yeah. Well, Lord Nightmon was only in the dub. And Lord Nightmon sucks. In one piece of media, Alphamon is a, is a lady. Okay. It's really great. Fine. Uh, so, do you think it'll be a good episode? No, of course not. What rating? Four. Filler or not filler? Schrodinger's filler. So, yes. This whole arc is Schrodinger's filler, to be fair. That's the best thing. Like, the thing is, I don't think any episode in this arc is filler, technically, because everything is no, related to something else. they're all filler, but... 
one of them has to not be. Yes. We just don't know which one it is. Yeah. And the second episode they're watching this week is called To Make the World Go Away or Annihilation of the Digital World? Lucimon's Rule of Darkness. What do you think will happen this episode? So what will happen in this episode is the last piece of the digital world, which is the, whatever the thing was left after Akiba, um, that will get taken by the Royal Knights and all the kids will fall into that big purple bit in the middle. And then Lucimon will arise and be like, Haha, I am complete again. Look at me being super evil in episode, uh, uh, episode what, 46? 46. So there's four episodes left before I'm defeated. Yeah, it's a set. Well, to be fair, Apoclimon came in and was like, I'm here for two episodes after the season. Actually, sorry, let me rephrase that. There's two episodes before I'm defeated and it turns out Vamdemon was the real bad guy. No, <laughs> no you'd actually like that though. That would make Frontier better. At, you know, at this point, I've made a big enough deal of it that I'd be really on board. Yeah, and he's, he's what he's done is he's jumped from universe to universe and he's like, these kids don't even have Digimon partners and that was the problem. I would be really on board if every season of Digimon in crazier and crazier ways, ended up with Vamdemon being the ultimate bad guy. And he comes in to save us and like, you seem like a nice fella, and then he punches him in the face. <laughs> like, what was that for? I'm handsome. Okay. Uh, what do you think Vamdemon's hot, though, by the no, way? No, like, in the, People made fun of you for that. No, no, look, he's meant to be because he has that woman swooning over him in adventure. It's, it's, That's because she had little, very little blood in her. I like to point out Malamai Undersmon, not. I don't know, the Be- crotch vampire? No, that was, uh, that was, uh, Venom, Ven- Venom Vandemon. Um, Ve- just oh. Vandemon by his own self? Like, he's fine. He's like, he's got the hair, he's got the eyes, he's got the whole Bishonen vampire look Ugh, going on. You're a big weirdo. You like Twilight, I know. I liked Twilight. You like probably like Twilight. I, I liked it more than you did once upon a time, that's let's the, be that's honest. That's worrying. I'm not gonna lie. Do you, so, do you think anything will annoy you on this episode? Um, I guess if we find, I don't know, I, I think that Lucimon's going to be really lame. I think they're going to be really lame. See, the problem is, I should just start asking you, do you think anything will be good in this episode? <laughs> no. And so, I also think that what they're really trying to go for here is they're trying to be like, oh, it's history redoing itself, where, like, Lucimon shows up, then the ten spirits arise to beat him. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be really stupid, because, like, we know there won't be ten of them. <laughs> It'll just be the two kids with all the spirits. That's so sad. In fact, I think that maybe at some point in the coming episodes, Takuya's going to get all 20. Oh no, and we're just going to kick Koji off the, yeah. the pedestal. Like, you're not a main character anymore. The other option there is they... Bec- and it's not going to happen because it was from the movie. It's not from this, where like one becomes ancient Greymon, one becomes ancient Garurumon or whatever. That does not happen. Yeah, I didn't think the an- The ancients do not come back. <laughs> They're not real. <laughs> not <laughs> canon. We-, we see them in their like their silhouette form when Baronmon's you know, giving them the prophecy, but never again, unfortunately. Okay, which cool. is sad, because I like them. i you told me. Well... Because it's not like it's not a big thing. It's just like, oh well, that that doesn't happen. Awesome. They come back in that movie though. Maybe I'm lying to you. Uh, well, that would be rough. I could be lying to you. That's really uncool. Like once you tell me this does not happen, I I should be able to take your word for it. It it it'd be nice to see what, how you feel to certain things. If I'm surprised because you lied to me, that sucks. <laughs> just telling you now. I don't know. We'll just look look forward to it then. Do you think it'll be a good no. episode? I shouldn't even ask that question. It's a permanent no. It's Frontier. It was never... It doesn't have a shot anymore. I hate Bergamon this series. was good. No, like it Bergamon. wasn't. It wasn't good. It was just better than everything else. What rating? Uh, let's give it a five. Wow. Oh, below average. Yeah, no, but the thing is, I'm surprised whenever you predict higher than a four. 
Fair enough. Because you've been predicting four. You've been like four, three, but like four. At least it might be interesting because the thing they've been building up to for seven episodes is going to happen. Oh, more than seven episodes. They first mentioned Lucy more like No, I don't mean 10. that. I mean, the, we've been, we're taking big chunks out of the world now and we're finally getting rid of it. Okay, yeah. Uh, filler or not filler? It's not going to be filler. Yeah, it can't, th- it can't, this can't physically be. be. It's not even Schrodinger's filler. It's just no, not filler. It can't be. So I watched uh, but the episodes today. And something really upset me. Like, something annoyed me to the point oh, that I good. was like, I hate, I hate Digimon. Digimon. I don't understand Digimon. what that train being alone in the air is. Digimon was a mistake. I sent you, like, a <laughs> screenshot that was vague enough to not be a spoiler at all. It came with the most heartwarming phrase I've ever seen in my life. And it was, I'm sorry I made you watch Digimon. Yeah, because Digimon was a mistake. And this there, there was a part where I just went, Digimon was a mistake. This podcast was a mistake. Digimon Frontier is just... What, why? Why? I want to walk into the next recording and throw my mic out the window. Um, don't, because that cost you money. So I'll throw your mic out the window. That cost me money. That's, that costs money. Um, so <laughs> you can get it back. What I want you to do is, when you're watching these episodes, I want you to write down every possible situation that happened that could have annoyed me, and I'll May, tell you which I'm going to be right. taking notes, and just like, if, it, if, if I hate it, you'll know. No, but I want to know... If what you predict, I'm is gonna forget. Of... I'm not gonna. You always do your, this when I set up your notes. Like you're, you're at your yeah. like skeleton. I will write this a heading for you. Fine. So you can fill it in because I'm interested to know and not like because I have asked you to do this. Before. I said fine. Okay, cool. Um, so I guess onto the show and see how mad I am when yeah, a certain well, thing happens. See you guys. Bye. Well, see you soon. I guess not even <laughs> bye. See, see you after the the digivice noise. I guess. Episode 45 starts off with Sepikmon looking at the Royal Knights with his boomerang. But in the dub, Sepikmon's talking during this time and narrating what's happening and explaining that he's using his boomerang to see instead of it being silence in the original. And then we have more added dialogue when the boomerang approaches the Royal Knights. The Royal Knights are speaking and they're scheming instead of in the original being silent. And I'm noticing that in this arc, definitely... They've started to go back to almost like the old adventure ways of there being silence and putting basically everything in possible. And earlier in the season, there wasn't that much of it compared. Like there was, there was a few like small bits of dialogue here and there that were just added in. But I'm just noting in this arc, it's constant. Like they'll have like five minutes of silence in the original, and then they'll just fill it with dialogue. And it happens a few times in these episodes. It helps that Lord Nightmare doesn't have a mouth. Um, and Dinosmod doesn't actually open his mouth when he talks all that much. Or like the Airdramon in the. Next episode? No, this episode. This episode, yes. They do talk, but their mouths don't move. Yeah, so a lot of Digimon do have mouths, but they don't talk through their mouth. Like, Arbamon was the same. Like, we saw Arbamon open up his mouth when he was eating the noodles, and we see Dinosmon's mouth opens up when he does the Breath of Wyvern attack, but most of the time he's not using his mouth that much, and it's it almost looks like an animation error whenever we have a character with a mouth who speaks but speaks, like, through their head or something. You mean, like, Koji? Oh, yeah, that one time when he was being telepathic. <laughs> well, yeah. it's just sometimes it's psychic. Mm. Um, you'd think the bad guys would know that there was a boomerang behind them, watching them. Speaking of which, since when could the voodoo guy do this? He can't look through his boomerang. He The boomerang helps you see stuff because he hits you in the head and you see stars. Well, at least in the dub, they explain what's happening. In the original, they just kind of make the viewer assume that they know what's going on or they can at least believe what's going on. They do that a few times in this episode, actually, um, specifically at the end. Uh, there's, it seems like the English ones went, or the, the dub writers went, this stuff doesn't really make a lot of sense, but we can probably throw in some vague explanations here. So at least mm. it kind of flows together, mm. which is 
probably the first time they've ever done that constructively. So the kids are all there at this Akiba market, and Nanamon's there too, and it's the same one from the Tomoki Evolves to Blizzamon episode. And they're looking at what the world looks like. I'm not sure how they get this vision. I'm just going to assume that the boomerang went to space. Because it's this weird satellite TV they have that just happens to be able to look at it. And I don't think they explain it. It just happens to be observing from space. But it can't be the boomerang because it's near the cloud level. Yes. But you want to know what would have fixed this part to make it almost make sense? And to make something in the next episode make sense. They could have said, oh, recently we've been building a a rail line like to the moon, so we placed all these satellite cameras on the way. I don't think if you said to the if the kids said we were building a railroad to the moon, it would have made any more sense than it does because you would ask questions like when did you have time to do that? No, no, no the the Digimon, and connected not, not to where, dude, not the kids, the Digimon. Like if they're saying, oh, there's been a a, a rail line in development from here to or from or Fannymon's castle or whatever, to the moon. And even though that completely makes the previous episode where they went to the moon a complete lie, I guess there's also a castle there now too. And yeah, it would have at least fixed the randomness of when did they do this in the, in the next episode. And I guess we'll get to it then, but it just I feel like it would have made a bit more sense. Also, they don't actually say where the satellite's from. Maybe it's the place where the Starmon live. You know I don't really, know. You know what would have been really funny? What? We heard you guys were on the moon, so we started making a train tracks up there to come get you, but you made it down yourself, so we just continued making it. Yeah. Also, they heard that uh, there was now a castle there, and they kind of wanted to see what that was about. They're not sure how the castle got there, but it got there. <laughs> up on the moon, yeah. Uh, so, Takuya says that they worked out that the Royal Knights would go to the ice place. Yes. In the Japanese, they do not tell you how they worked that out. No, um, no they, they say that the other area is a Fannymon's castle, and nobody knows where the data is. And that, that, that was in the original. I don't think got that in the English. No. Okay. Um, fair enough, I guess. I yeah. really thought there was no... Because ex- he just said that we worked it out. Maybe it was a couple sentences. No, no, later. he says, oh, because a Fannymon's data is... Like, castle has the last bit of data, and no one knows where that is. But with this data, everyone knows where it is. So they're going to go to the easiest one first. I'm not sure why he would have that line of thinking of like, oh, well, they're going to go to the easiest one. Wait, hold on. Here's a better question. All right. So every time the bad guys have gone into a place, they've gone, where is the data? We don't know where it is. So why would them not knowing where it is prevent prevent them from going somewhere? It's never prevented them before. Yes. And big spoilers, they do know where it is. Yeah, no, the kids don't know where it is, but the, they actually do. Which actually means that if the kids' line of reasoning was wrong, and it is, mm. there is no reason the Royal Knights would have gone to the ice place first, other than a lucky coin flip. Yeah. I mean, okay, I can understand why the writers did it. They they set Takuya out to be this really kind of strategic child who's able to plan battles and thinks about these kind of things like strategies and paths that they should take and things like that. And it only comes up every few episodes, but they've tried to write him as this thoughtful, strategic young boy. However, it doesn't make sense why he would think this, but they try to make you believe that he does. The problem with that is that to make the strategic, intelligent character in an anime, the audience has to go, wow, that was really clever. I would never have thought of that. If L from Death Note, who is meant to be one of the most intelligent people in the world, mm-hmm. ever did something that made you go, that's really stupid. Who would be that dumb, right? Mm-hmm. Or, wow, he got completely outsmarted. And not in like an intelligent way, just in a, he really didn't think this through kind of way. You instantly lose faith in that character because the whole purpose of them is undermined. And that happens here when you think about it. 
And you don't know that yet, right? Mm. This is every 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 week we say this. It looks like they're writing week to week. It looks like they don't know what they're going to write next week. Yeah, and Because if sad. they knew what they were going to write next week, that the bad guys just knew where the data for Fenimon's castle is, they would never have put, put this forward. Because mm. it makes the Hugh look like a dumbass. Yes. No, you're kind of right there. And I think that's the first time I've ever actually said that about a season in Digimon. This, And I know we say it every week about how sometimes Frontier feels like they're writing a week to week. But we've never actually said that complaint before in Digimon. I was just noticing it then. Like, surely that would be a complaint that we've said before. But no, it's not. The best one would be if... Like, if there were, like, two more episodes between the Ice one and the Ophanimon's castle. And it was, like... And so, in this one, they go, there's two places left. And then, in the next episode, they go, we found another place. Because, like, they needed filler. Yeah. <laughs> so, they've invented this place. That would be the most obvious. Yeah. They don't do that, but it would be really funny. See, I don't... I mean, I could be completely wrong. So, please, someone point out that I'm wrong here. I don't think there was actually any foreshadowing in front here. I mean, there was the mentioning of Lucemon, but that was backstory, not so much foreshadowing and they mentioned it so many times it wasn't subtle enough to be foreshadowing like foreshadowing is, is like one small reference that you just think about like you forget about like um Wizamon in Zero Two I mean we we complain about Zero Two a lot but Wizamon showing up when they're still fighting the, the Kaiser and saying that only the miracle of kindness can break through and then there's another evil um it's an old evil and then buggering off and so he mentions that Ken is a holder of kindness and then you have to have the miracles to, and they beat him with the beat him over the head with the digiac of miracles. That's not really what foreshadowing is, but I see what you mean. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a sort of subtle thing that sort of sounds like a bit strange, but then it turns out to actually mean something. A prophecy is not subtle. I mean, it can be hard to understand. But it's not mm. subtle. It's the same thing as a giant Rubik's Cube. Just because you can't solve it doesn't mean it's subtle. I know, but that was like the first thing that comes to mind when I really think about it. And No, but foreshadowing is yeah. somebody... Like, okay, there have been lots of break-ins in the neighborhood, right? Yeah. So the main character buys a gun and sets it on their mantle. That gun will be important later in the story. Yeah, but that, that's that's Chekhov's it, gun. That's that's another trope. That's what that's what foreshadowing oh, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't have to be related to the break-ins. It might just be related mm. to other things. But the story showed you something, and that thing will eventually be important in some manner. Or, uh, like, for example... Um, it is oh. discovered that a, that, a, that a character is allergic to peanuts yeah. and that will become very important in the climax or, somehow. in Tamer's, Juri's obsession with fate when she first meets Leomon. I guess. and Because that becomes a huge thing of her breakdown is that it's fate. Because when she first meets Leomon, she says, this is my fate or this is oh, my yeah. destiny. My destiny! <laughs> it's my destiny! So I guess that's foreshadowing. But Frontier doesn't have as much foreshadowing as other seasons. Because they don't know what's going to happen. They mm. knew that Lucimon would show up. But I get the feeling they thought he'd show up earlier because the Royal Knights obviously didn't exist before they showed up. Mm. In any fashion. And then one character acting like they knew who the Royal Knights were does not constitute like foreshadowing of any kind. Yeah, no one's mentioned the Royal Knights. When we saw Dukemon, Dukemon didn't mention the Royal Knights. Dukemon should mention the Royal Knights. Dukemon is a Royal Knight. They should have mentioned, oh yeah, the Royal Knights just fell apart. At any point, when we had all these great villages, we didn't hear anything about the Royal Knights. They just sort of showed up. That Dukemon there was just because they pulled it out of another season. They don't yes. think I don't think they thought about it in the oh, slightest. Oh, 100%. Like, a lot of Digimon have just shown up to be there. Like, in this episode in particular, it had a lot of background Digimon that have been in previous seasons that we just want to say, Oh, remember that Digimon? More or less. So, we have... Zoe and a bunch of other people, they're in this train station, which is very chaotic, and everyone's getting on the train. 
to somewhere. You would have to imagine it would be Ophanimon's castle, right? Mm. Oh, just a bit before that. Um, well, that's the only other area. But a bit before that, um, you're missing out on the part where Sepikmon is calling everyone a friend, and that's a really ni- that's actually a really nice callback to when we first met him, and he was going to kill Bokemon and Nemon, and then Bokemon and Nemon said, "What about friends?" And like, "Oh yeah, friends, friends," and he now he's obsessed with it. Wasn't it the second time we saw him? The first time was when he I was a, a gypsy. I think there might be different Sepikmons. Okay. Because that wasn't here. That was in outside the Burning Greymon Temple thing. Yeah. But that, no, that wasn't in Akiba Market. No, that wasn't. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah, it was in the one. Yeah, it was the temple one. Yeah, the temple Which one. Which is not in Snowland. So I think there might be different Sepikmons. But wasn't that one in a forest? Yeah. This... But this is Snowland. Yeah. There's no forest here. He, he moved a lot. I mean, that's... It could just be a totally different one. You don't know. Well, he's referencing the friend thing enough, so I think it might be the same one. What? He said the word friend? That's not a reference. No, but it's so aggressive, it is It is a reference to that, that Sepikmon. Mm. It's the same Sepikmon. Yeah, but we've seen multiple. Uh, okay, sure. So, I'm not sure that was worth talking about. No, I just, I just found it really cute. And then in the dub, he says he's doing a Smarty Pants dance. Oh, that's right. Smarty Pants dance. Smarty Pants, Smarty Pants, Smarty Pants. And everyone's just so looking at him like, can you stop? Takuya says it doesn't deserve a dance, which isn't very nice. So then, yeah, then we see the other kids putting on putting Digimon onto a train to, I guess, a Fannymon's castle, which because that's the only place they can go. Zoe unless des- they're going to the moon. Zoe describes it as somewhere safe, which is uh, disingenuous. Mm. Which, I don't know if you noticed this, but when we do see next episode, yeah. there are like no other Digimon there. They died on the way. Yeah? You think so? Maybe. Because like, it's big open fields with no one in it, and then a castle that's empty. Look, it's the same sort of thing as the eggs going off to the distance. or What, are, you, what are they doing? <laughs> So it's meant to make the viewer think, "Oh, they're safe. I can relax. They're all these Digimon, and they're they're doing they're doing a good job. They're sending them all to a safe place, and then they don't tell us where." But it, so if you think about it, the only place they could go after this is a Fannymon's castle. Well, you're talking said about that. you're talking about the eggs on the train. Yes, I'm talking about the eggs that pop out of the Digimon this episode. Oh no! Well, I mentioned it last episode as well. With the when the Palmon dies, the eggs just go somewhere. Yep. Somewhere. There's nowhere. There's no place for it to go. I was talking about the eggs on the train. Why do they bother animating it? It takes more effort to do it than to not do it. I have a it. feeling that might have an asset, which is the data being absorbed, and it just has an egg in it. <laughs> that's probably true, because it's like 3D. I really hope that's not the case. <laughs> it's really they just copy and paste it, and they're like, where'd the eggs go? I don't know. The kids, they'll never, they'll never question it. See, what it. should happen is that when the, egg, when the eggs show up, they actually go... Down to Lucimon. They should. Lucimon has mentioned wanting an army. Yeah. How hard is it just to reverse the stock animation that they have? Well, he got an army. The, all the Nightmon fell into him. Yeah. Well, but he wants, like, the army of Digimon. We, they even mentioned that when they went to the village. They're like, well, now all the Digimon will go to Lucimon and Lucimon will ha- be able to control them easily. Yeah. Well, they, I guess they're, they're still going up to somewhere in the sky, I guess. The moon. They're going to the moon. Yeah. It's everything's the on the moon. Everything's go- if somebody disappears, it goes to the moon. So Shadowway, Grumon, and Dogimon show up, and they're panicked, and they're worried that they can't get on, get on board. And Izumi tells them to wait in line, which she's standing up for herself against the Digimon that basically tried to kill them. So I guess they're trying to show that she's strong, but just sort of like too little, too late. Yeah, and also like they lost in that race. 
Don't, don't they know? Yeah. Don't they know? But there's no, like, these characters, I know the two came on do later on, but these characters don't actually reference, hey, you're the kids who beat us in the race. Why would they? They're embarrassed. Mm, I guess. So then instead of silence, Nemon is singing about the wheels on the train. This is fun! We should have a sing-along! Who knows wheels on the train? The wheels on the train go round! Nemon, you are really not helping. Looking good there, JP! Neymon, I am going insane! And Junpei is thinking about how it's his best magic trick when he's putting the bits of data separately. So he's in the big building in the middle of the town, which apparently is a big stove, full of fire, which somehow doesn't kill everyone around it. Also, I would like to point something out. Yeah. Okay, so this city is quite dense and has lots of different buildings. Yes. How come whenever they zoom out, it is like three buildings in like a hole? Because the artists are lazy. It looks so strange. We see like this very populated, very dense, basically city of buildings when, when Junpei is in this little hut. But when we zoom out, it's like a chimney and like three huts. Because there are three different scales of this and it's uh-huh. about how much the artist can bother and the answer is not always much. Uh, and so for whatever reason, uh-huh. this city is designed so that when you are in the little stove, it's got like truck hand not truck handles, like um, excavator handles, so that you pull them and the whole city rejiggers itself mm. and bits of it spin. First of all, how did Junpei know they do that? Second of all, why do they do that? Third, why do the houses move in such a way that none of them are on those lines and none of them hit each other? Also, wouldn't people die maybe when they were doing this? Also, I want to know who did this. Yeah, who built this? And most importantly, Junpei says something along the lines of, this will make it so they can't find the data, as though he's playing some sort of cup game, like he's hiding the data, which I don't know how he thinks that would work, because if you... He doesn't know where the data is. Mm. If he doesn't know, probably, assumingly he doesn't know, then how would he know that this would do anything? Maybe it was directly under him and then it wouldn't be moving. In fact, that would make the most sense. However, we learn later in the episode, not only does this work... It works better than you could possibly imagine. What do you mean? Because not only did he move the data, he split it up in such a manner that you couldn't download it. Well, that's it. what he was doing. He mentions that. He says, oh, I'm, I'm splitting it up so it's harder for them to find all of them. I just assumed he, what he meant was he's like moving it so that, you know, no one could tell him where it is because now it's randomized. No, 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 no. Not it's split. Yeah, no, he's, he's moving it around. He's separating it because he knows that each bit. Also... Well, then the what- final question is how does he know that works? When have we ever seen data being split? It's always been in one continuous chain. How does he know that if he splits the data, he doesn't delete something by mistake? How does he know that it doesn't completely break the whole town? Who told him this? Yeah. Here's like a question for you, right? If you were to take, uh-huh. say, any given program file, mm-hmm. okay, and you have it, it's constructed of data, which is just strings of, of bytes, over and over and over again, right? And bits. It's, it's literally strings of bits forever, right? Yep. Okay. Now, if you take the first third chunk of those bits and just put them over here, and then the middle chunk over here, and the third over here, does that program function anymore? Well, I'm thinking about a program with code. And if you move things around, essentially it breaks, but you can always just put it back together. And that's what Dynasmon does. True. But once it's broken, it doesn't work, right? And in this case, working is defined by being a town. Yes. When he mixes it up, it should stop being a town. Yes, it should be something else, which is what I was going on. Like, it should break. 
Like, it's not... Even though you can put it back together, the town should be something else. The data is literally corrupted. You can't download it. Yes. And not only did Junpei know this, but he knew how to make it work. See, this is one of those circumstances that is happening a lot in Frontier, where it seems like a completely legitimate, strategic thing until you actually think about it and how it works and why it works, and you come up with nothing. It it really seems to me, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to say this over and over, and I have said it over and over... It seems to me like the script was due tomorrow and we haven't written it yet. Okay, okay. Uh, what do we do? What do we do? Uh, we know we have to go here. Um, what do we do? And like, just fill space. Don't think about it. Everything's a first draft. Well, it still feels like the rest of the episodes in this arc where the kids are in a place. We meet some Digimon. The Royal Knights show up. There's a conflict of why the Royal Knights can't absorb the data straight away. Maybe they're not there. Maybe there's a barrier. Maybe they have to find where the data is. The kids fight the Royal Knights and the other kids are doing something, maybe rescuing the other Digimon or... Being relatively useless. Being relatively useless. Or in this case, actually firing a snowball, which does more damage... Relatively useless. ...than anything else. And then the Royal Knights decide that they're done with fighting and absorb the data. Like, as if they didn't need to fight in the first place. Yeah. Which they didn't. And they seem to have varying strengths. Like, they go from basically it being sort of an even fight to Lord Nightmon can fight two of them at once and be fine. They explain that in the next episode. Yeah, but they don't explain why she went from being str- weak against them to then when she was fighting two of them to being strong against them. Because she was fighting two Digimon and she was holding them that's off true. while Dinah's mom was putting together the data. Well, just stop thinking about it, you know? Yeah, and that's the problem. Like, if I wasn't analysing Frontier right now, I would be enjoying it, probably. Really? Well, I wouldn't have to watch it twice. That's true, but really... Yes, I think I would be enjoying this. Oh, this show, this show's garbage. Because I remember when I first watched this, I was watching the dub and I was enjoying it. I mean, I was 14 at the time when I first watched this, but I feel like if I was watching it, I would enjoy it. But because I actually have to think about what's happening and I take notes so I remember what's happened and I just notice small little plot things, it's now at the point where it's just... There's so much wrong. There's so much wrong here. And that's sad because I should be enjoying this. No, you shouldn't. It's terrible. I mean, I'm still enjoying it. Why? But I feel like I'd be enjoying it more if I wasn't trying to analyze things. I I maintain that a show should get better the more you think about it. Yes. Because you should be able to go, oh, that was really clever. No, that was, oh, oh my God. And just like layers and layers of that was really clever. Like to some extent, Lane, Lane, especially episode three was a little bit like that. It was sort of like, oh, okay, that happened. But then when we talked about it, I think we both enjoyed it more. Maybe it's, it is, it is definitely a show that does not fall apart when you think about it, but yeah, it's but a show to, that. You have to put the pieces together first. But it's a show that when you think about it, you the one thing you you start to wonder is what was necessary and what part was there just to be weird yeah but i still i still have faith in lane i don't have faith in frontier my dad was complaining about twin peaks uh-huh. the new season which is so weird Noam described it, uh, a friend of mine described it as the first four episodes are just art house pieces in which nothing happens. And my dad was watching it and he's seen the first three and he goes, there's been no dialogue yet. Oh. It's been three episodes. Oh, wow. People have talked. There's been no dialogue. Uh. As in the people don't talk to each other or someone says something to someone and the other person will not say anything. There, there have been no exchanges of words. Mm. What a beautiful wedding. <laughs> that was the report. Get it? No. An exchanging of words. What a beautiful wedding. I guess. There's a bridesmaid to a waiter. Can we please get through this episode? Um, yeah, sure. What even happens next? Uh, well, I know that what Tommy is making a snowball catapult, which he says, 
he says, well, it's better than doing nothing, which sounds like something someone would do if they were useless and not a Digimon, you know? Well, I also want to talk about something for a second. When has Tommy ever shown to be an engineer- engineering genius? Uh, he learned from Junpei. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But why wasn't, why wasn't, I know it's good that Tomoki is doing something because it's making him be useful as a character and we haven't actually seen him do all that much besides being the kid. And so it's nice giving him this intelligence. On the other hand, when has he ever shown this intelligence? I have a very important question for you. Yep. Once they've given all their spirits to Takuya to, 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 to and Takuyaki. Yeah, what I call them. Once they've given all the spirits to these two kids... Why don't the other kids go home? They are legitimately a huge liability. They're a burden, yes. They're a burden. They are a weak point for these other kids. And they contribute nothing. I never actually thought of that. They should have gone home with the bullies, like essentially. Yeah, they should have. Because, I mean, yes, in the one episode where they all use their own spirits, for whatever reason, they did much better. But then they still lost. And that was nonsense in a filler episode, so it doesn't count. Mm. So, in every other fight, you've had these two kids evolving. In the last few episodes especially, yes. So, the kids who can't do anything just go home. I feel that's because that would have upset people if they did that, because they still need to pander to the demographics of the young kid, the intelligent, slightly nerdy dude, and the girl. I get why a show writer... Would like no, so why you if a showrunner wouldn't do it, but in world, which is what we're always talking mm. about, because shows should be internally consistent and make sense because that's how you get past, yes, uh, suspension of disbelief, they're just wastes of space. No, I've never ever thought of that, but that is a completely legitimate thought. I never once thought, oh, they should just send the other kids home, and we know they can go home, that which is a weird one for Digimon because. In Zero Two, they went home all the time, so whatever. And people just didn't go to the digital world sometimes, so that was a choice. Yeah. And in Adventure, they couldn't leave. And in Tamers, they couldn't leave until later. And there was all these things going on. But in this case, they can just go home whenever they want. Which, actually, they probably can't anymore. Unless the, unless no, the they, train... No, sta- they 100% can. No, no, the train, trains are still there. Train stations are immune to being absorbed because otherwise the world wouldn't work. Well, we literally were there the last episode at the place where they entered from, the flame terminal. That was the last episode? Oh, flame terminal. No, but flame terminal wasn't where they entered from. It was the first place they got. Yep, no, they entered from the flame terminal. No, they took a train there. Yes, from the from the real world. Flame Terminal was the first. Then they went. Then they went to the the forest area in the Flame Terminal, which is where Koji got his spirit. Then they no, went no. to Forest Terminal. But there is a train station that is its own place where the Doom Train took Takuya. No, that's a different. That's a different train. They. I think they all go to the real world. However, <coughs> the place where they first started was the Flame Terminal because that's where. Takuya got his spirit. No, that's where the first train went to. Yes, from the real world. From the place that's like the medium between the two worlds. Where which, is which that is- place? I've seen Shibuya Station. But it's like 100,000 floors below it. Yes. So where is it? Shibuya Station. But if you drive out the door, you're in the digital world. Yes. So when you're in the digital world, where do you drive to? You drive to the Shibuya Station. Yes. The point is, they they can go home from the Flame Terminal, which is where they should have gone. But they didn't, and I never actually thought of that, and now I feel bad. Tomoki is working with the Toucanmon to build the the... I keep calling it toboggan. It's not a toboggan. It's a catapult. I just call them toucans. No, I was talking about the catapult, not the toucan one. I call them both that. And the... the, 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 the toucan to, fights a toucan. Toboggan is helping the toboggans <laughs> build a toboggan. <laughs> a 
And then just like, remember that time we stole your Digivices? And Tom was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, well, you're really cool now. Don't worry about it. We're your fan club. No, this part was kind of cute. Shouldn't he be saying this to Zoe? No, but it wasn't. It did, they didn't use the word fan club. They said that. They did. No, they said that they've been like they've they've been following the the children what they've been doing, and they notice that they're always trying their best, and it's motivational because it makes them want to try their best. Oh no, sorry, it's in English. Yeah. That's why. Okay, don't worry about it. He says that, he says we're your biggest fan now. Yeah, but no, in the original, it's just you're trying your best, and that's inspirational. It makes me want to try my best, and this is cute. This part is cute. And especially because Tomoki's episode was in this in this village, it's it works. It's fine. fine. And we get Sepimon looking through his boomerang again, which can just sit there and float in the air, spinning in circles forever, because that's convenient. how things work. And he sees something headed towards the Royal Knights, which looks like other Digimon. Yeah. And is it just me? The English really went like, oh, what was that? I don't know. What was it? Oh, check! And it just goes straight back to it. Like there's, Yeah. There's meant to be something in between there. I can't remember what it was in the Japanese, though. It was just, wait, there's something coming. Yes. Oh, it was a longer conversation. Yeah. That's essentially. So, what's approaching is a Zanbamon, Griffamon, a Terramon, Grand Kuogamon, and Ergemon. And, well, because the Ergemon are there, we know for a 100% fact that the Royal Knights do not stand a chance because Ergemon's the strongest Digimon. It's kind of overkill to have their four there, though. You know, Ergemon, that thing that never does anything? Shut up. <laughs> They're my babies. Yeah, the like how the Digimon Kaiser rides one and it never does anything. Hey, he rides three, okay? And they all died. Hey, Jay, did you know that Kaiser is Japanese for Emperor? <laughs> That's never getting old. No, no. I can't believe I wrote that. Can't believe like twelve-year-old me legitimately thought that Kaiser was Japanese for Emperor. Man, we do not want to talk about these episodes, huh? I really want to stop talking about Frontier now, but I have Look, to get to the end of next episode where I can have the worst time. The worst time, worse than Blackwall Greymon. Uh, I'm sad. just, I'm, I'm pretty mad. Takuya and Koji hybrid spirit evolve to help the Digimon. Izumi tells Toucanmon, Nanomon, and Sepikmon to go to the train station with her, and I'm not sure where they're going because everywhere's destroyed. And I know we mentioned this before, but I just want to stress the fact that not once did they ever say, hey, where are we going? No, they just presumably are all going to Ophanimon's castle, which we learn next time they are not at. So did the Royal Knights kill them on the way? One would assume. I want to know where all these trains that we've been safely putting Digimon onto the past few episodes. Like, what about the Marmimon train? The actual... No, you know what the only thing I could imagine is? Is they are all perpetually on the rails going in circles. Because... Like Snowpiercer. Like Snowpiercer, yes. Or um, Icebreaker, the worst sequel. Uh, I, I don't think I watched... I think... Oh, it's not a movie, seen... it's a comic book. Oh, we've, we've seen Snowpiercer, haven't we? Though? Yes, we have. It's yeah. quite good. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the trains are going in circles because they know that that is the safest place in the digital world, on the train tracks, because that can't be absorbed. Or the moon. Or the moon. Because not going after the moon for some reason. The moon is next. The, the, the digital world is not enough. The digital moon. The digi-moon. Zanbamon says how they can't let the kids fight alone. And I actually really do like this. We've never really seen that many Digimon say, hey, kids are kind of fighting, let's help them. Yeah, all the elves have been like, kids, you didn't you didn't fight hard enough. It was your destiny to save us and you didn't do a good job. Yeah, so these Digimon are actually saying, hey, let's fight for our world instead of just sitting here. It's really late, though. So Lord Nightmon says, hey, is this a joke? Because if it's a joke, your sense of humor needs work. I'm like, wow, the Sassmon over here. It's pretty strong. So I think I think it's Zamon who attacks alone and gets like wrecked, and yeah. then all the other Digimon are like, "Oh, 
no, we should help. And they all attack at once. Yeah, and da- well, Darnasmon breaks Zambamon's sword or makes Zambamon break his sword, basically. Yeah, I didn't really focus on these fights because I don't care. And it was just very fight. So Terramon, Griffimon, and Grand Kawagamon are fighting Lord Nightmon and lose. Terramon and Griffimon get turned to Digi-Eggs. Lord Nightmon tells Grand Kawagamon to be honored that he's going to die by his hand. Some Edgemon are left. Darnasmon kills them quite easily, which is, you know, that they, they must have just been letting him win because, like, they're obviously evil. They must be. Because <laughs> otherwise, why, why would they let him win, right? And so, yeah, so then I think Takuya and Koji finally show no, up. No, 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 before that. What? So we, we cut to Sepikmon, who sees him die, and he says, Your deaths will not be in vain, my friends. In the dub, he just hopelessly says, Gone. They're all gone. Despite there still being two Airdramon left. Well, I mean, you did say they were evil and betrayed everyone, so I guess they don't count yeah, as don't part count. of the main group anymore. Or they're so crap that they don't... They, they, they don't uh, merit a mention it's the former so now takuya and koji decide to show up instead of you know showing up maybe a few minutes earlier and saving the other digimon but who cares well they did try to get there pretty they try to get there as soon as they could mm, i to, feel like to be fair i feel like they've been faster than this before i feel like it's just the script oh speeds don't mean anything we don't know where they were so lord nightmon says they're not elegant and that he wonders if they like composure or just style i was like wow he is laying down the the sick burns today in the dub, he says, finally a worthy foe. This has been quite boring, which is kind of weird because it's like, when when have you ever said that the kids are a worthy foe? You've always said, why do you even try? Well, we're just going to beat you. Beginning of the next episode, he's going to say that. Yes, but it's strange that it just sort of comes out of nowhere. Like he's been so confident and still won and then continued to win. I just feel like the script decided to power off the pair up the kids now there is a very 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 generous interpretation where you next episode when they say oh my god you guys get stronger every fight is that a human thing that happens you could say that they've been doing better and better every time as a result of that i know that i'm aware of that so it's dumb and but and you could argue that's where this comes from it's it's the most generous construction of what's happened Mm. It's probably not accurate, but it is the most generous version of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. I can't handle all the kids standing around the snowball catapult. Like, they're all huddled together like, yes, the power of friendship will make this work. Mm. In fact, I believe they do say that. Zoe says, with all of us working together, this has to work. Yeah, even though it's like a one-person job. Oh, no, it's a two-person job. Zoe's just kind of standing there to be the cheer squad, I guess. A snowball catapult is not going to work because you're friends. To be fair, it actually does quite a bit of damage to Lord Nightmon. Oh, it does the same amount of damage as all, like, the... Oh, no, they weren't babies, were they? The... The mummy Yeah, the mummy To be fair, they're perfect. But anyway, so when Takuya and Koji show up in the dub, Takuya talks a lot more after he shows up, and he's quite threatening, and he's kind of, like, trying to smack-talk the Royal Knights... Despite mm-hmm. having lost every time he's ever fought against them, I'm gonna punch you in the face again. It's like cool. I'll break you in. I'll break your spine again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we get like this kind of dramatic scene of all the kids huddled around the catapult, <sighs> and it's it's silent in the dub. They're all thinking to themselves, and Nairmon wants to make snow cones. Yeah. I'm just. I don't remember these things a lot of the time because they're just so trash. Yeah. But they're not like really interesting trash. They're just trash. Yeah, so then the trash start hurling snowballs at the knights. <laughs> the kids. They're not really anything but trash. Not even interesting trash. They just... Yeah. I feel really bad because, like, I like them. No, you don't. You're right, I don't. I mean, I, I try to. I try to like them. So, Patamon's worried about Kaiser Greymon because Dinosmon is fighting him and he's being strangled against this hot pipe, which... 
don't get me wrong, it does look like Kaiser Greymon is being hurt by this, right? It by, does. By, by the heat. Makes the noise. Makes the noise. But, and later on, Kaiser Greymon says, "Ha, oh, I'm the fire elemental. This doesn't hurt me." I'm like, but you, why, why only wait till now to do this? You he look was, like you were legitimately in pain. He was just uncomfortable with like the hands on his neck. He's like, oh, don't touch me. And it seems to be like they're just trying to get this dramatic moment of, ha, don't you forget, I'm a fire elemental. Despite him having spent probably 10 minutes being held up against this thing screaming. No, no, it's okay. Because remember, they wrote the episode like the day before. So they got halfway through and they said, wait, hold on a second. How does he get out of this? Um, how about this? It's just the over a couple beers. To be fair, he is a fire elemental and it shouldn't hurt him, but it sure does seem like he's being hurt by them. What? Did, would, um, what's his name? Gigasmon not get hurt when he got slammed into that rock? Yes, he would, but I think it's, I think it's different. Like, you can't, you can't set fire to a dragon. What? Well, I mean, if you tried hard enough. Yeah. Um... So yeah, Dinosaur is clearly just winning, and the mm. kids fling a snowball at him, which Melts. we know is good enough to hurt Lord Nightmon, but it's not good enough to get through some heat. Yeah. So, you know, that works out. So, in the dub, Dakur also mentions enjoying the heat, and then when Dinosaur falls to the ground, because I guess because he got burned. <laughs> it's your favorite thing. He says to, don't forget to stop, drop, drop and roll. Yeah, you paid attention in class. <laughs> don't, try not to cry. Begin to cry. Cry a lot. Yeah, so I, I I made a meme that's a reference to that comic, which was uh, Lie on the Ground, Try Not to Cry, Cry a Lot. It's on our Facebook, go see it, um, it's great. I'll, I'll link it on the show notes. I mean, it's also on our Twitter and our Tumblr. And when I first made these screenshots, I um, I posted them in our Patreon Slack, and Sam Krieger from the Moncast immediately made emojis with the uh, the Dynasmon <laughs> face. So the worst... The worst thing happens now, which is exactly what I was talking about before, of Lord Diamond goes and tries to kill the other kids who are totally defenseless. Uh-huh. And Gurumon has to throw himself in the way for them to not die. If those kids weren't there, it is arguable, given the way the fight was going, that Gurumon could have had a shot. Yes. But because of these kids being there uselessly... Because they didn't really need to marshal the Digimon to go onto trains. No. There are Digimon who are mature enough to do that. And Junpei wasn't the one who needed to be behind the the controls of the city. Mm. Because if somebody told him it was doable, somebody could have done it. Mm. Because it's not like it takes humans to to use those controls. I think they're trying to make him look like he's the engineer character, despite giving the building of the catapult job to Tomoki. Actually. Unless Tomoki built the plans. You know what? Since those controls even exist, right? If those controls exist, and they've ever been used... Wouldn't the data of this town already be scrambled? Yes, it, it's just moved just for this arc. It, it's just able to be moved. No, I don't mean that. Like, But because we've established that it is able to be moved, it would have moved in its history, right? Yes, no, that's why I'm saying it's just for this arc. They but, made this They made this thing just for this arc. But now that it's been made, it retroactively it means these things. Which means it's probably moved before, which means it's already scrambled. Unless the town is miraculously back in its original configuration. Maybe they move it for certain events and then they move it exactly back in place every time. Why would this system be in place? I don't know. They don't actually say why it is. They just say that it is. And that happens a lot in Frontier. Like, well, this is this way. This is really important for... You know, when people say things like world building... Yeah. This is the thing they mean. They don't mean we talked about a place in the world. They mean 
A detail was revealed about the world that is consistent with its construction. For example, in Ba Sing Se, in Avatar The Last Airbender, there are all these, like, ramps around the but city. There's, but, but there's no war there. But there's no war. But there's all these ramps, and they, they're they used in action scenes all the time, but they very well discuss their delivery system, right? The city's very big, and it's full of earthbenders, so it's a way to get deliveries through the system. Yes. That makes perfect sense. Now you understand why these action scenes can happen. Koichi is hit, and all the other kids are too, but Koichi notices that, once again, there's no data coming from him. Then he has some flashbacks, and in the dub, he narrates these flashbacks like, oh, it's like that time, and like that other time, instead of just having flashbacks. In the English, he specifies that he wasn't hurt at all, which is... A bit of a weird thing for him yeah, to say. Yeah, like, no, he is... I think he is hurt, but the f- there's no data. But he doesn't even have, like, the scratch lines on him or anything. So when he comes out of these things, it looks like he just wasn't hit like everyone else was. Mm. Which I just assumed was why he didn't have data coming out of him. Because he doesn't, he doesn't have bruises or anything. Everyone I else does. Just, I just feel that's the animators being lazy, to be fair, about the, the lack of scratch marks. It probably is, but it's so lazy, it's ruining the story. Mm, he comes out of it dirty, though. Like, the other characters have come out dirty. No, I don't think he does, though. He comes out cleaner than everyone else. Oh, does he? Oh. That's, that's, my, that's how I remember oh, okay. it. okay. Lord Nightmon says that he's different, and then the digital world, bodies have data. And that's, like, the equivalent. But if you don't have data in the digital world, that means you don't have a body there, so there's no data to come from. Okay, so this makes no sense. I think it makes sense. No, because there's his body right there. No, but that's what his body looks like, which can be his soul. But it's right. it has a physical being. He can touch stuff. He can pick things up. Yes, but his body becomes his data. Okay, so even if we assumed that what was said made any sense, which I don't think it does. He has a physical appearance. I think that makes sense. There's just, there's just so he no has a body. body. It's right there. No, but his physical body isn't there. It's right. It, that's his body. There's no physical body. You're all data all the time. Yeah, okay, so it sort of doesn't make sense. It's Okay, maybe it's another one of those things where it makes sense on the surface, but as soon as you actually think about it, it doesn't. And you just you just have to take the show's word no, from it. It instantly raises so many questions. For example... Assuming the distinction is between a physical body in the real world and your soul. Because, by the way, Digimon don't have souls. We know that. Mm. They're just made of data. Why does Lord Lord Nightmon know what a soul is? Lord Nightnom. Why does Pinkmon know what a soul is or what the distinction would be? Mm. Have there been other cases of people that are only a, sorry, only a soul with no body? Yeah, and considering that Crusadermon has mentioned, mm, I wonder what happens when you kill humans. Do they become Digi-Eggs? And I know that was only in the dub, but Crusadermon has shown interest and curiosity to what happens to humans. So how would he have this information about what happens to real world bodies when they become go to the digital world and they become data? Where did he get this information? Also, and the primary question is, isn't it much better to be a soul with no body than a body with no soul? Eh? It's better to be the soul and to know I am who I am, but I might not have the physical container that I'm meant to. That means you can't die, basically, right? Rather, No, I mean, you probably. I mean, you can't have your data scanned because there's no data. Rather than having a body and knowing my soul is not there, the, the primary core of my being is not present. Mm. I'm thinking that what this is trying to address is that Koichi died when he fell down the stairs. Is that what you think? 
Well, it's the only thing that makes any sense. And then somehow his soul fell through the station and went to the digital world. That's the only thing that I could imagine it being right now, unless they pull something right out of their ass. But they're probably you, gonna. And how do you feel like about the idea of them killing a chosen child? That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Well, it, it's fine to kill a chosen child. Oh no! Okay, yes. If the question is is A to B, do you think killing a chosen child is interesting? Yes, of course I do. Do you think a child who is in the real world who falls down a set of stairs and then his ghost goes to the digital world and is, for all intents and purposes, treated as though it is real until the writers figure out it's a ghost? Do you think that makes sense and is cool? No. But Jay, you know what this means? What? They killed Leomon again. If. If that's the case. But the way you say it makes it sound like I'm correct. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So Magna Garumon gets upset with Lord Nightmon saying this, even though he's, you know, it, he has a point, and he starts fighting him, and Lord Nightmon says that he's impressed with Magna Garumon. Then Darnasmon, who is being pummeled by Kaiser Greymon, calls for help, which makes no sense. Kaiser Greymon's clearly winning. No, it makes no sense because why is Kaiser Greymon winning against Darnasmon suddenly? I know. I said it's clearly winning, which is unto itself an odd thing to happen. Yes, it is like very sort of like they have this sudden strength, which seems too much of a jump. It was gradual strength through all the battles, but I feel like they've been consistently losing at the same pace against the Royal Knights. No, because he touched a big fire thing, so he's powerful now. Which, if he knew he could do that before, you'd think but before any big fight, he'd set a, like a nice big bonfire. Remember that time, which was one of the first times that the spirits beat the evil spirits, when they decided to make Storm happen? They either summoned or had a convenient storm. Do you remember how that never came back, ever? Yep, it was a, it was actually an interesting thing that happened, and it was, you know, quite strategic and quite nice to look at, and they never did Not it again. Not if you think about it. Yeah, they never expanded on it. They never did it again. They just decided... And this is the problem with Frontier. It has a lot of ideas, but it uses them once, and it only shows them once to show that they, hey, we had this great idea. How cool is it? But they didn't take any time to explain about that idea or have it appear again because they have other ideas to use. But the other problem is that none of those were actually great ideas. They were okay ideas at best and terrible ideas at worst. Yes, because they didn't have time to make them better than okay ideas, right? I guess. So Little Nightman shows up and Dinosmon smashes the ground and goes, well, I found the data. And they reused this animation quite a few times of him smashing the, du- the ground. And it's the same as um, Hard Rock with Gotsumon. And so he smashes the ground, he sees it, and then he smashes the ground, and he goes, hold on, I can't download this. Oh, this, it's in multiple pieces or something. Somehow Junpei knows this would work. And then... Lord Nightmon is fighting, and I just don't care, and it's a fight scene, and Dinosmon just, like, physically slots the pieces of the data together with his hands. Yeah, and then Lord Nightmon, who we've seen take the data in basically every episode, takes the data again. I believe it is, in the Japanese, it is just done. He just starts moving it together. Yeah. But in the English, he specifies, all right, here's another one, and uh, just one more, and uh, now I'm done! Because it didn't really seem to make any sense to me that, like, Dinosmon is in the middle of putting it all together yeah. and you would imagine they're spread all over the city but yeah. he's only in a small area mm. so he put, he's in the process of putting them all together and and Greymon goes no I will stop you do big attack and not only does the big attack blast the royal knights off into the distance it blasts the data with them yep it helps them and it's all put together now. So in Japanese, without the explanation there, it's really confusing as to what's actually happened. Yes. And so, yeah, that ends. And it's 
you mentioned earlier, it's the same plot as we've had for the last five episodes. The kids show up at a place, they try to defend it for the Royal Knights, and they are initially successful, and then the Royal Knights just take the data anyway. Mm-hmm. And then the kids lose. And the worst part about this is Bokuan goes, you guys did really great! And they didn't, they, they lost the data still. I mean, I mean, they put up a fight, and this is probably the best fight that they've actually put up against the Royal Knights. Yeah, and I don't care. Yeah, and that's, that's the sad thing, we should care. You should care about your protagonist going to win. It has been 45 episodes. We should care. In adventure, you were starting to care about the adventure kids. I did. You cared at this point. You're like, well, like, I care about them now. I want them all to go away. I hate these kids. Yeah. And in 45 episodes, a show should make you care. In Atmon, we're, what, 36 episodes in? I care so much about these characters. All of them. I care about every single character in Atmon. I, I feel bad that I don't really care about any characters in Frontier. The only character I'm on I don't care about is I, and she's such like a minor nothing oh, yeah. character. She she is my least favorite because I don't think she's. I get guess Watson and his friends are also kind of down there. But to be fair, they're not the main. I'm talking about the main character. You know who I do care about though? Who? Caught up man. Oh, I love caught up. No, no, what about, no. No. Um. What about uh, uh? What's the something catcher J? Oh yeah, unknown catcher or whatever. Yeah. He's my favorite. Yeah. It's me! He's never coming back. I hope he does. I hope he comes back in the he last episode and, points, the best part of and episode. he points at Gatchamon and says, I knew it. I found you once more. Yeah, All I right. think that'd be funny. Oh, so so glad to talk about anything but Frontier. Yeah, and, and, that's, right. and that's the problem. Like, we, we've been talking about Frontier and we just start talking about other things. Can we wipe our hands of episode 45 now? Okay, what do you think of this episode of someone who's like Digimon? It's crap. It's, yeah. Um, I, I thought it was okay. Like, as for my rating, I think I gave it like a... A six. I'm giving everything six. That's generous. Because at the end of the day, I'm not bored. Right? I'm not too bored. I, watch mean, it, I don't want to watch it again. I have to watch it again, and that's sad. If I'm not I'm okay with watching it a second time, it would have been a seven, but I'm not, I have not been okay with watching it a second time this season. The only reason I'm not bored is because stuff's happening that's so wacky and so stupid that the episode's really bad, yeah. but I'm watching it. But not in like a, the room, it's so bad, it becomes great. Yeah. Just in a, this is incompetent. And there's a problem with this episode is that it feels very rushed. Like, not just in general, like, they sort of look like they've pulled ideas out of nowhere. But the whole, like, process of the episode seems like there's so much in there in such a short amount of time. And I guess that's better than nothing happening and them just filling the episode with nothing. There (laughs) were a few things they could have taken out, but I feel like there was a lot of different things in this episode that they could have easily just, I don't know, skimmed over or something. I don't know, it just... The, the climax felt very quick, like they were winning and then Dinosmon all of a sudden is able to piece everything together because Kaiser Greymon didn't attack. It just feels very... That scene, that, that last no, no, four minutes of the episode, seems so rushed. They feel, I feel like it should, could have been like maybe another eight minutes and would have been just as effective. Yeah, I feel like I've walked into a treehouse that was built by five-year-olds. Yeah. It sure looks like a treehouse, but I'm a bit afraid it'll collapse at any moment. Just like the plot. Mm. So, yeah, it looks like a treehouse until you think about it, until you look closely, and you realize they're not using nails, they're using, like, Twizzlers. Mm. Something's wrong. All right, great, awesome. What rating did you give it? Two, maybe three. Three, three, okay. Next one's a two. Mm, I, I think the next one is arguably better, but I guess we'll No, get it's to not. That. How did this episode compare to your prediction notes in Obnoxious It's exactly what I said it was, because it's exactly the same as all the other episodes. I know that without looking. Yeah. Because I just said... They'll show up at a place, 
They'll defend it and then they won't defend it. That's it. Yeah. Um, you're not wrong. What was the major difference? Because I cannot actually think of that many major For differences. For me, it was Dynasmon being... It was specifically the last line which he says, and that's the last one because at least it told you yeah. where his progress was. Because in the Japanese, you, he was connecting them, but you didn't know he'd done it. Oh, okay. I've got my main difference. Is when, It's when Sepikmon is looking through his boomerang at the Digimon have just fought and they've died. And he says, you're, you've fought well, your deaths will not be in vain. So it's kind of like hopeful in a way. It's like saying, okay, we'll win in the end. You held up yes. a good fight and we're going to make sure that you didn't die for nothing because you, we're still going to save the world. In the dub, it's just like, they're gone. They're all dead. They're all gone. It's just so helpless and full of such despair. I guess. I don't pay attention to Sepigmon though because he's trash. Yeah, I, but that was the main difference that I noticed. Like, he, he was slightly more obnoxious in the dub, but that's everyone. Episode 46 starts off in the dub with Bokemon narrating, and something he says something that kind of, like, just weird, weirded me out. He says, oh, and we met friends and foe there, panning to Dogimon and Wegarumon, who were in the episode for about 20 seconds, and who did not pose any threat, so I'm not sure if they even are a foe at all. Once, once upon a time. Yeah, but I don't feel like it's enough to mention that in the intro. I mean, it sounds Who good. Who cares? I know, it just, it annoyed me, Who okay? Who cares what they say in the intro? They pull stuff out of their butt anyway. So when the kids are arriving in the dub, Namon mentions feeling woozy and Bokemon feels ill. Not sure why, not sure how, but okay. And the Royal Knights haven't arrived yet somehow. Yeah, how did they get there first? The Royal Knights can fly. Well, I guess you can argue that it's because they're having a discussion with Lucemon. And the Royal Knights have a head start. Yep, they kind of just flew off. But I guess they didn't want to get there first and just win? You know, bad guys not wanting to win. Yeah, it's another situation that's very in the script. In the dub, JP says, maybe we lost them, which is strange because that almost implies some form of chase. There's no form of chase. And no all, one was chasing them. It also implies there's anywhere else for the Royal Knights to go. Yeah, it's like, well, they're going to go. Yeah, it's almost like you're not expecting them to be there. Like, of course you're going in the same direction. Last episode, you made a point to say, this is where they're going next. You would think that Takuya would be like, I'm so smart. I'm the best strategist. Now that we've lost everywhere, we know they're going to be here now. Yeah. We see that the Royal Knights are talking to Lucimon, and Lord Nightmon says that the kids have become stronger, and they may have to risk their lives in the struggle for the last area. And I'm honestly not sure why he says that. Yes, Last episode, they kind of were putting up more of a fight, but they still won. It wasn't like their lives were ever in danger. One of their data didn't ever show up. They almost killed the other children. So you must be happy about the English change then, where they just said, ah, oh, the kids, they're all pathetic. Well, well I, no, the English stuff I actually did prefer, but not for that reason, is that instead of basically fearing death, Crusademon says that she will even die for Lucimon to come back, which... I know it kind of, like, defeats her purpose because she does say, oh, um, we're basically working with you so you, can give, so you can give us the way to the human world and get us there. So why would she be so faithful and loyal to Lucimon if that's, that was her real goal? Yeah, it's, like, no mercenary ever says I'd die for the, you know, the person who's hiring them. No, she, they want the dollar. Yeah, exactly. That's the same thing that's happening yeah. here. And they're just, they're very unclear about their motivation. Mm. And it's just... It seems a very strange change in attitude in both versions, just like, oh, we're going to die next time, I guess, despite the kids having not, not shown to be any significant force or significant threat ever. Like, Lord Nightmon at one point in the last, in the, even the last episode was able to take on two and was just, like, bashing them with the... The only two. Yeah. It's not like they're even anymore. It's like, they can take on both of their best guys. Also, I think you mentioned this last episode, so forgive me if it's, I'm just treading over 
treaded ground already. Treading over spilled milk. Yeah, treading over spilled milk. In the last episode, I think we were talking about um, why, why don't the bad guys kill the humans when they have their spirits? Like, the their, if while Fairymon ha- is Fairymon and has Shutamon as well, then you can't form the fusion spirits. Yes. If you took any of those, like just two, you only need to take two. You need to take one from each. Yeah. You would not have the fusion spirit. Yes. Or even then, even if there's just one fusion spirit, all you have to do is steal one of those spirits. It can't happen. And they don't even try. Or how about when they had just won the fight against the fusion spirits and decided not to win? They, they beat them. They beat them in the first two fights they had. Yeah, no, the, and they just is, took the data and left. They beat them in every fight they've had effect- effectively and said, well, we're done. I no. guess it shows them that they don't really care about beating the kids. But at this they point, should. at this point, if they're saying, oh, we're worried we might die because of them, I feel like they should take any shots they could. And if they notice this in the last fight, when they effectively beat the kids and didn't Koji de-digivolve when he jumped in the way to save Koichi? Yes. Kill him. Yeah. Step on him. Yeah. Break his digivice. Yeah. You you lose a, an ultimate. But no, Lord Nightmare just goes okay. And also, just because killing them was never was not the objective, or just because they could win, they've killed dudes before. The Digimon they were fighting last episode, they killed. The Digimon that are on their side, they've killed. They don't care. Okay, but no, those were incidental. Mm. But like, it's not like beating someone was enough. They kill them all the time. It's No, these guys have immunity because they're main characters mm. and there's no actual danger to them, mm. which is never more evident than the end of this episode. I hate this episode. It's the worst thing in Digimon. Yeah. And okay, I get that they don't want to kill their main characters because they're the main characters and that's fine. But you, a good show should always give you a reason that the main character is alive. Yes. Like the going to the moon part was okay. Like that was fine. It The, the Royal Knights thought they were dead essentially. Like, they disappeared. They weren't... The big attack hit them. They weren't there anymore. That was an okay reason for them not to go hunting for them. But to just leave them like, oh, we've won. Ha 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 ha. Like, I don't know. It just... It's it's annoying. More or less. Yeah. So, Lord Nightmon asks Lucimon if he'll still give them the key to the human world. And this is what... That he's promised. And Lucimon says yes. And Danismon tells Lord Nightmon off for asking questions that he should already know the answer to. Like, of course he's going to keep his promise. In the dub, it's sort of like the same line, except Darnismon adds on that doubting will make her weak. The 50-50 here is Lucimon is lying and does not have the key to the human world, or Lucimon just eats the Royal Knights and was like, ah, now I have their power. Yeah, I mean, that happened in, uh, like, we've previously seen a lot of bad guys eat their lackeys. Ma- uh, Malomo Otismon ate the... Devil Ball? Ate the Devil Ball and Venom Myotismon. No, oh, no sorry, Malam Myotismon ate yeah. Arukenimon and Mon. I thought I named it right. Yeah, no, sorry, I thought you were. T- yeah, Venom Va- Vamdemon ate uh, Devil Arukenimon. Ball. No, Venom Venom Myotismon oh, yeah. ate Devil Ball. Yes. And Belial Vamdemon ate Arukenimon and Mummymon. Yeah. And in Adventure, Devimon, like the start of Adventure, Devimon ate Ogamon. Yes. And he became his knee <laughs> or something. He he became... He's part of his leg. He popped out of his leg at one point. It was strange. Yeah. Okay. So, basically, they head into the castle, and there's a, the kids head into a Fannymon's castle, yeah. and there's a big library where the perspective of the books makes the books look as big as the kids' torsos. Yeah. It is clear when they're walking around the shelves, they are not meant to be that big. So, yeah. the art is just bad. Then, Tailmon's armor revolution shows up, and he's like, hello, kids. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting to actually have an armor revolution that actually showed up in the show. So it's Nefertimon. No, it's lazy. Because, you again, it's, they have an armor revolution chart on the wall. And they've just been picking at random. 
I think it's like a pin the tail on the donkey ordeal, but it's a pin the tail on the armor evolution. We're really lucky that like Flame Drummond or whatever hasn't shown up. Flame Drummond, the fire of plot. Yeah, it just randomly hasn't shown up. Look, uh, I just really want Wormon's um, armor evolution to show up because I think she's the cutest thing. I don't remember it. Okay, so uh, if anyone says hi, you know, we don't know where the key is. And I definitely don't know where it is. Isn't this the plot of of like season five, I think, of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Of I like, don't know. Who's the key? Who's the key? Oh, it's my sister. I guess. Vaguely. Spoilers for Buffy from 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, this, this show that's 20, yeah. Um, so yeah, sorry if you haven't seen season five of so Buffy, the... but like, I'm pretty sure if you wanted to see Buffy at this point, it's a great show, but, uh, pretty sure you would have. So the kids decide to split up and they want to go searching everywhere and Junpei's like, oh, alas, Zoe, I think we should split, we should go together as a pair, a duo, a couple, one might say, and search around. And in the Japanese, she just puts her hands, no, he, he's holding her hands and she puts her hands on top of his and goes nope i'm gonna go with takuya i think it's a lot more subtle than the original and i mean that's fine no she hard rejects him no no because he says i think we should all split up and she's like that's a great idea takuya let's go Uh, yeah okay okay it's yeah it's less fun the way you say it's a harder rejection but like it's still like it's it's almost like kind of i know it's it's subtle but also hard in a way like it's it's the hardest rejection because you see her hands and you know what they mean and that's enough in English, they add one thing, and that one thing is when Junpei goes, we should go together, Zoe. So in the background, you hear Tommy go, well, who am I going to go with? <laughs> so when she goes, oh, you go with Junpei, you go with Tommy, it's now Tommy's like, oh, okay, cool. Someone's going to go with It's It's his fault. Yeah. It, it becomes, he's the reason. Not Zoe just being like, I don't want to go with you. Mm. It's it's an excuse, and it's so much softer. Mm. And I want Junpei to Feel the rejection. And you can see it on his face when he goes... Bleh, bleh. Yeah, and then Tomoki asks if he's alright. And he's like, I'm fine. And he does this like... Hysterically. I, I, I'm fine. Yeah. Like the animation style takes a bit of a change. It's, it's kind of nice. And Junpei's face does it a lot this episode. Where Junpei will just have a reaction that is cartoonish. A lot. But and when I say cartoonish, I mean for an anime. Like it goes the whole... Face that is impossible to make, eyes that don't make sense without I pupils, can make that face. mouth that doesn't have any details, and you know, sparkly eyes. It's very cartoonish. Like he basically becomes a Disney character in this point. Yeah. And or Looney Tunes character. So Koji and Koichi go off alone, and they go up these death stairs that look like they'll shatter and they'll all die at any moment. Mm. Yeah, and oh, I, f- I forgot to mention before that. Zoe actually in the dub says that Neferdimon's like a librarian and Neferdimon says that she's right because she's hopeless basically. You know, librarians all hopeless. Yeah. And there's this like really weird moment in the original where they keep on panning to Neferdimon's silent face and it seems really suspicious when they're talking about the key and it's so strange. She does have a very evil face. No, but it's, it's just so weird. They're talking about the key and they keep on like panning to her face i guess it's like it's that's like, foreshadowing i know i was gonna say it's their attempt at foreshadowing but it's like it's not even it's 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 not good how do you think they wrote the script when they had all that ham on their fists like punch 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 <laughs> but in the dub they give her lines so it's at least less awkward it is like i actually forgot what the key was so it was kind of like i didn't pick it up until just now i'm like oh no no that was that was their attempt at foreshadowing i guess yeah, I just thought it was really awkward. And the dub just put in lines because of how amazingly, horrendously awkward it was. So Koichi is being really, is just acting very sad and Koji's trying to talk to him. 
and I don't really care about this interaction oh, very much. I think, I think but what sweet. I know is that Koji says, you know, I'm glad we could, you know, meet and hang out. It's trying to make him feel better. And, you know, I'm sure it's meant to be emotional, yeah. but I don't care. I don't care about either of these kids because mm. they're both garbage. Well, they decide to hang out when they go to the real world, even though one of the brother might be dead. Yeah, he might be a ghost. Mm. Uh, he a ghost in the shell. Um, and then uh, we see Tommy's hanging out with uh, Junpei. And some sp- wait, wait, sorry, I have a question. What is it? So, if he is a ghost, yes, and doesn't have a body, then who was driving the car? <laughs> no, does that make him ghost without a shell? <laughs> That's a great noise to make in the microphone. Yeah, um, so we Tommy's just a bit afraid by some falling books, and to cheer him up, Junpei's like, I'll do some magic, and he pulls like a flower out of his sleeve and Tommy's like well that's kind of cool and then Junpei proceeds to continue pulling flowers out of his sleeve forever and he does it so much too much do you notice that it just becomes actual magic after one yeah, point he's very cartoony in this episode it makes no sense like he pulls out more flowers than he had space He's got more volume than his body. We worked it out. It's not just chocolate filling his suit. It's also flowers. No, but there's more than that. And he's still fat. At least we know where he got the flowers from. Because they look like the same flowers as we see outside that Lord Nightmon goes past. So at least... Yes, but who cares? I mean, we didn't see any scenes of him picking up, but it's fine. He collected them on the way? Is that what you're trying to tell me? They're the same flowers. I'm not not saying that. So it's just actual magic. In the dub, he's singing during this performance. Like, he's like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, because he's hysterical again. And then, you know, he's just in a pile of flowers. He goes, well, who would I be if I couldn't read the emotions and of I'm a like, room? And like, yep, yep, that's what you're doing. Whenever you talk to Azumi, that certainly sure is what you're doing. Well, that's what it, he thinks he's reading her emotions, mm. that she loves him. In the dub, he mentions being scared out of his chocolate-coated mind. You know what? That is a... A terrible thing if anyone else had said it, but very fair when he says it. I do kind of prefer the original version, though. Even well, it is. Though, but the dub has this running gag that he talks about food constantly. Yeah. So, Zoe and Takuya are hanging out. Takuya almost crushes himself in a big book avalanche. Yeah. Because Good. when books are all set up like that, they all fall down instantly if you touch them. Imagine if he died. It's really funny. Uh, so, they're anticipating the final battle, and... Uh, Zoe talks about how she's going to make a bunch of friends when she's back home, which, you know, she's, you know, that thing that defined her as a person before she got here, she'll just not be that anymore Mm. because she's been fixed now. She's been fixed. If you were alone, that makes you a bad person. Yeah. And she basically says, well, I'm going to make lots of friends now because I like being with people now. I'm like, that's not how you development that that's a complete, I actually liked how she in, in the first episode that we learned about her in the preschool episode. She actually doesn't really want to hang out with people that much. She likes to keep to herself. She's sort of reserved and, you know, she said, oh, can you go to the bathroom with me? Can't you go yourself? <laughs> like, so- she, she's not clingy. She's not like, she doesn't need to be around people. She's quite introverted and she's happy that way. And then they decided, oh, no, that's not how people are, despite that that's actually how people are and you should actually portray that in this show. They decided to make her, oh, no, she's actually sad she has no friends. 
So Takuya says, I, I like the new you, which as a phrase by itself in Japanese, I don't know about how it works in Japanese, but as a phrase by itself when you read it in English, that's a very innocent well, thing. he says, ski des, and which just means like, like you can say, oh, I like this flower, but it's not daisuki, it's not koi, it's not ai. So it's not like, okay. it's it's not love, basically. Da, well, daisuki is big, it basically translates to big like. That's fine. The dub, the the subtitle says like, and that's what it says. That's what he says. Yeah, that's excellent. So it's accurate. Yeah. So I mean, I don't have enough understanding of the culture to say that I don't think like is said that way. But I guess it's like if a kid says, "Oh, I like you" to a girl, and there's always that argument of like, "Oh, not like like," and the dub even says, "Oh, not not that I mean like like or anything." There. Yeah. Getting there. Yeah. So when he says, I like the new you, that is like a very specific thing, right? Yeah. It's not I like you, it's I like the new you. It has yeah. You have changed and I like that. And they both blush it out really hard. And in the English, it's I really like you too. Yeah. So that's really specific. Yeah. In, in the dub, it's more obvious. He's saying, oh, he's saying, well, I like you too, Zoe. And more importantly, rather than just being embarrassed, and he's like, oh, well, not like, 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 whatever. She goes... Oh, like she's disappointed. She's actively disappointed that he said that. Yeah. So she's very different. Mm. You know, it's almost like they saw her offering dates to people and him imagining it and thought, you know what? I think this shit might sail. <laughs> so when so when he's searching and trying to pretend nothing's up, in the original he's saying searching here, searching here. No, not here. Mm, searching, searching, searching. In the dub, he's talking to himself. It's like, oh, I can't believe I said that. Can't believe I said that. <laughs> and... I don't know, I feel like it would make more sense if I'm searching, searching, I'm not paying attention, I'm That's searching. That's a very unsubtle English version of that, usually. But that, yeah, that was It'd the original It'd be silence though. otherwise. Mm. Uh, and then, uh, I remember Zoe, I remember the English, she turns around and she's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta say something, what are you, and then he's asleep. Yeah, so no, it's the same the original, he says, she says, oh, Taku, uh. No, there's a difference. One of them was like, oh, I'm just gonna go talk to Takuya now. And the other one was like, I'm going to go respond to the him liking me thing. Oh, yeah. It was the same line, but said in different ways. In the in the original, it was just like, oh, Taku, oh, okay. In the double, it was Taku, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it looked like she how was gonna he, confess or talk about it. How did he fall asleep? It was very quick, considering literally, like, three seconds ago, he was saying, searching, 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 searching. How did he fall asleep? It feels na- like... Dude, he's narcoleptic, probably. It feels like they, like you, they wanted yeah. a, it feels like they wanted this conversation to happen and they could not figure out how to make it not awkward at the end so they're like what if he's asleep how, how do we not let this ship sail but at the same time fuel the fire yeah let's let's feel the... <clears throat> all right so we've got the sun's coming up and bokemon and Nemon, who were keeping watch i guess Wonder if the kids have found the key. Who were they doing? Like, who were they watching? I guess they're, they're watching out for the Royal Knight. Come on, they're helping. Fine, they're yeah. small. In okay. the dub, Bokemon and Neamon mention how it's too quiet. I'm like, I guess it's that sort of meme of saying it's quiet, too quiet. Yeah. And Bokemon asks Koichi, "Is like, were you bothered by Lord Nightmon?" And he's like, he's like, he's being kind of sensitive, which is rare. Bokemon's he's- nice though. No, Bokemon's nice, but he's not. He's not actually that smart. We've established. He's a bit. He's a bit dull. Yeah, but I like that he's like the, he is the caring mum character though. Yeah, the, the he's dad mum. Let, let him be a caring daddy mum. No, it's just like it's weird that he notices things that aren't in his book. I and even I, then, he notices them late. I should actually look at the word that he is calling himself with by daddy mummy because I, I actually <coughs> should know what that word is because I think that'd be interesting. So. Then Lord Nightmon's flying through the pedals and says, It's beautiful and it fits such a historic morning. And then in the dub, 
She says it's perfect to be bathed in beautiful waves of flowers on this day of destiny. So the little man has like picked a flower at some point, and when they land, he like blows the flower with no mouth. He doesn't have a mouth. Yeah, he has no mouth, but he must blow. Also, this is a bit odd, but have you noticed that the digital world from the outside, when it's got no landmass, looks like a mango? Yeah. And it's weird because when you look below, when they're not in, when you, you get the space view, right? Which is a 3D object that looks like a mango. Okay. But if you look when they're when you're just showing the kids in regular animation, it's purple. Okay, I offer you two things to say. One is a um a thing that I just remembered from university is that we were learning about. 3D modeling, but not with like a modeling tool. We were learning about 3D modeling by coding it yeah. in, in uh, C Sharp. Sure. It, it was interesting. It was like you could uh, make generating terrains. It was pretty interesting. Okay. Anyway, so that was the first thing. And the second thing I have to offer you is a joke. Yes. Does that mean the digital world's man going? No. It's going away because of man- mango? <sighs> it's a joke. Anyway. You meant to laugh at jokes, Rowan. Uh, you're meant to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's a really funny bit the comedian was talking about, which is like, because it's. When, when a joke is funny, laugh, laughter is instantaneous and it is very lucky that laughter is such a human instinct that all cultures do it and all cultures do it the same way, which is a joke is funny and it hits you and you laugh. It's a natural reaction. And the comedian goes, "What? it must really suck to be a magician because there is no natural response to magic. Yeah, it's kind of like, huh. And I want to, I just want to do it because it's in my head now. He proposes a sound that people would make. Because, you know, well, like the sound of like a laughing crowd is really mm. nice for, for, for a comedian. But what is the, what does the crowd noise, what is the, what is the noise the crowd makes when a magic trick is like, ah, and it's the big wow moment. What is it? What noise is it? Pachow. And he, and what, the, the audience goes, pachow. <laughs> Each, everyone goes, pachow. No, he proposes. Magic, magic. That's awful. That's awful. <laughs> but ever like it's it's complete awe and shock, and they can't really work out. <laughs> so it's really funny. I noticed. I noticed by the fact you're laughing at it. So when he did that, I laughed, and I knew he was correct. I bet right. he referenced that after. So how much do we hate Frontier that we keep on going off topic? Jeez. So much. Never more than this time. Okay. So Lord Nightmon shows up and says that the kids will fall like the petals. In the dub, she says how the kids' bravery is admirable, but misguided, and it all reminds her of a fragile flower. So the other kids give up their spirits, which, again, why didn't Lord Nightmon try to kill the kids while they had their spirits? I would like to know. When was the last time we saw the other spirits used as, like, be there at all, or be used Village at all? Beginnings. Yes. Wait, even then? Yes. What did we act? No, did we actually see Fairymon in that episode? Yeah, all of the spirits were. T- well, Fairymon, I don't know, but. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. All no, ten the were there. No, at the the very end. Yeah, that was weird. So, wouldn't it be beneficial since the majority of the time we're not using them would be to just leave the spirits with Takuya and Koji? Yes. In fact, they arrived there. All the Takuya and Koji had them all. Yes. So, the only reason you give them back is that you'd expect to run into danger when they split up. Uh, I guess, but it wasn't. Bokemon and Neymon were watching, and I'm. I don't know. I feel like them having their spirits is actually not only wasting them time when they have to do this scene, which, by the way, Lord Nightmon and Dinosmon should just attack during this point. They should. They just don't. It's weird. So Yeah. And no, what, what I was saying was, why don't the Royal Knights try to kill the kids before they give up their spirits so they can take the spirits and stop the fusion evolutions from happening if they're so worried about dying? Because bad guys are stupid. Well... 
this it's just not the worst thing that happens in this episode. It's not worth talking about because it it's the same as all the time. The really uniquely bad ones right at the end. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to there. it. We'll get to it. I'm so mad. So we have the kids are like, you'll never find the key. We couldn't even find it. Because as we established last episode, no one knows where the key to Ophanimon's castle is. Not even that, the Royal Knights. That is exactly why we knew the Royal Knights would go to the Iceland, where they didn't know where the um, where the key would be. They had yeah. to smash the ground at random. We knew they would go to the Iceland because they do not know where the yep. where the key to Ophanimon's castle is. No one knows where the key to Ophanimon's castle is. Yes, Royal Knights, you will not find... It's it's in her. Yeah. We know it's in that Digimon over yeah. there. We've always known. Dinosmore just kind of points and says, uh, she, she, she's the key. And the, the kid's like, oh. Kuya must feel like the biggest idiot in the world. Yeah, no, but the thing is, none of the kids even thought to say, hey, maybe we should ask the Digimon who's here for no reason. They did. She said that she did no, not know where the key ask was. Ask if she's the key or try to work out if she's the key. No. Also, I'm pretty sure the... she was lying because when she, she knows was. she's the key, she's like, you should kill me. Like, how would how would you know that that is a good idea to do with the key? Okay, we'll get to that in a bit because that's another separate confusing question. They established that Digimon are very rarely keys. In fact, this is the only time. This is why no one can find the key because it's a Digimon and no one expects that. How did Dinosmon and Crusademon know? I don't know. The answer could only be that Lucimon knew. Why didn't Patamon know? Because Patamon's a baby and only remembers stuff that's convenient. But Patamon can sense things, and so yeah, it's only convenient. Okay, so that was that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stupid crap surrounding that. Oh yeah, after thinking about this episode, there's a, there's a lot more stupid stuff so, that happens. they do beat up the kids and or Nephodemon, and Nephodemon says, kill me, that way they won't be able to get the data, which is total nonsense, because if you kill her, her data will come out, and presumably the key is in there. Yes. So the kids would scan it, but what happens when it's scanned is that you kind of absorb the area. So maybe, again, most generous possible construction, I learned this recently, which is a very nice thing in debate, which is to take... There's all these abilities to gotcha your opponent. Like, you said something wrong. I'm going to jump on you. But just take the most generous construction of their argument and go, okay, you made fair points. If I were to do that here, there's an argument to be made that if you kill her and you take her data, instead of taking the land, you could choose to become the key. Yeah. Maybe. Probably not. Or, like, you'd have an egg that is the key. Yes. Maybe. But they don't do that. Mm -hmm. Instead... Though she has advised them, this is the way to save the digital world. They say, no, we will fight. We've done this six times before. And definitely not lost. We've always not won. We've always not died. So they go and they try to fight. And to be fair... They tell her to run. She doesn't. Well, where's there to run to, honestly? Just fly off. Fly to the moon. Presumably the key... Well, we, I think we talked about this before. Aren't the keys like locked there? Because what would you... Yeah, we did talk about this. Because what if you took the key elsewhere? It was the red gem we were talking about. Like, why yeah. would, what if you took that off out of the forest area? Okay, so this other she doesn't, whatever. They get into this big fight. Um, Lord Nightmon says that they should read more books so they can learn more beautiful words. Kurumon keeps ejecting all of his, like, engine parts every time he's in a fight. Where does he keep getting them? I'm not sure where they go or what happens to them. When he de-evolves, can you keep, can you move them or do they disappear? I think he just keeps on generating them. Uh, so they try to justify the last few episodes by the kids are having this Dragon Ball Z fight where they're mm. doing like just exchanges of punches mm. and they and the beggars are talking to me like, oh, damn humans always getting stronger after every fight. If only we killed you every time we won these fights. Mm. 
we don't, but if only, erg. And I don't know if you noticed this, in English there's no music. Yes. So it just sounds like they're talking over the sounds of slapping fish. Yes, it's quite <laughs> awkward. It's the strangest thing. So Kaiser Greymon says that even if they can't win, they should still hold their own. In the dub, it's sort of like the same. He says, even if we can't beat them, maybe we can take them down with us. Which is a lot darker. Sort of like the same beginning, but darker end. So Lord Nightmon keeps on saying how the kids are really not elegant at all and have an unrefined fighting style in the original. I don't know why you mention it. Like, everything Lord says is the same and boring. I know, I don't care. I love him. It's fine. So then the purple death egg in the center of the world shoots out big oh, no, no, rays no, no, of light. You're, you're missing some things. Are, so, are they important? Um, yeah, I, I think so. But I think a lot of things. I mean, you you skipped over the whole the best part, which was the with Lord Nightmon saying, "Oh, you should read books." That's not the best part. That's lame. They remove it in the dub. They, she just mentions how she expected more elegance instead of asking them to read books, which she is holding a book in her hand. I don't know. It's it's the best line. Shut up. We I can, love Lord Nightmon. We can fairly establish at this point that Lord Nightmon was never like. A problem for being potentially gay. Which well, that one never does anything. I'm pretty sure they don't. They aren't relevant soon. I'm pretty sure this is the end of the Lord, the Royal Knights arc because Lucimon's at the end of this. So I assume they die at the beginning of the next can, episode. Can people who are who have who had thought that he was a gay stereotype, please tell me why. I mean, I'm, I'm not a gay man, so I may, may have not been picking up on this, but it just seems very... It, it's not... Like, you can be effeminate and not gay. Because here's the thing, right? He likes flowers, and he calls things beautiful and elegant, but he's never hit on any of them. Yeah, I, I was told that he was he hits on people. Like, the, the most he's done is when Kochi and Koichi had a moment, he said, beautiful. But that was like... The moment being beautiful. He's never like, oh, hey, big boy, how are you doing? To mm, just get in my metal underwear. Like, he's never saying any of that. Yeah, and it's just... It just never got very... In fact, it's so not that. He's just really boring. But it's it's like that. It's the trope of the effeminate, attractive Bishonen guy with the rose. It's like... It's tuxedo mask. Yeah, it's what it is. It's just an anime trope. I, I don't... I still don't think that he's gay, but I could be wrong. I it could be. Doesn't I, matter. I actually, yeah, yeah. His his sexuality or gender or whatever doesn't care. I think he's a cool character. He talks about murdering That's babies. It's much. fine. Uh, so no, no. I was still, I was still talking. <laughs> so, okay. so the knights ask the kids why they are human, but they're fighting to protect the digital world. Which I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure that they ask them this once every two episodes. Because I'm pretty sure we talk about this every week. And it was fine the first time. It was like a legitimate question. Like, of course they wouldn't know. They're asking, hey, why are you fighting for this species that's not your own? But now they've been doing it, like, I think this might be the fourth time it's happened. Just get over it now. It's, it's, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with it. It's not like the kids haven't given answers. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, they, and they give the same answer each time. It's not like the answer changes or anything. It's always, oh, because our spirits and souls are Digimon and we have the Digimon on our side and we're part Digimon now. And, you know, it's our world too. It's always the same answer. In the dub, it, it's the same sort of thing. It's like, oh, it's our world and we're part Digimon. And that has like, consistently been the answer to the question that they've asked so much. And that, again, shows that each episode from the Royal Night Arc is the same episode. The same episode. 100%. Like, what you could do is you could take any one of these episodes and just have it once. You'd get the point. Mm-hmm. Lord Knights, sh- Lord Knights, Royal Knights show up, eat some data, go away. So what's up with this purple death egg doing all, like, the big light show? And why hasn't he done this before? Yeah, and, and that just makes the kids lose. Okay, so he's been in this state since Trubimon was alive, right? 
Since the 10 legendary warriors beat him. Yeah, so before the show. Yes. Better question, why didn't he just do this when the kids first showed up? There's lots of really good questions surrounding Why this. didn't he do this when the kids were dead because of Trubimon or Duskmon or any of the any of the bad guys he's never fought when they've been unconscious? Why didn't they... Why didn't he just do that as soon as they showed up before they had the spirits? Why didn't he just kill them as they showed up? Why didn't he just kill the train that they were on when they arrived? Well, I don't think this was an attack. It was just a big distraction. It, it hurt them. It devolved them. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, I forgot. If it devolves something, that means they're hurt. Yeah. If they have the uh, the dirty face, that means they're hurt. Okay. It's, it's anime logic. So can I just cover this next bit briefly? Sure. Can I, sure. You know, I might sure. skip stuff. I don't care. I'm but done. I want to get the important care. parts because this is this is the worst thing in all of Digimon. We've been record. I feel like we've been recording for like four hours at this point. I just want to get it done. Go okay. On. So keeping in mind, they've been building up to this the whole season. Keeping in mind that Lucimon has been mentioned over and over and over again as pretty much God. Okay, he's the strongest Digimon of all time, except for Impildimon. Except for Impildimon, of course, of course. He is mentioned in all these legends. We know he's the most evil thing in the universe. We know that he requires the consumption of the entire world to resurrect him from the brink of, you know, whatever prison he's in. We're aware of that. Mm. The Royal Knights finally take the last bit of data of the world. There is nothing left and they dump it into the center of the planet. And that releases Lucemon from his prison. The kids, by the way, are standing on grey nothingness. The same grey nothingness that the Nightmon all fell through and died. Yeah. But the kids can stand on it because reasons. Oh, no. Th- this scene, when they're just standing in the grey nothingness, makes no sense. They're just standing there. They they should not be standing there. And this is this is the first clue that the writers don't know what's happening. Mm. They don't know what to do. They knew they had to get to this point, but they didn't know what to do with themselves. So, they said, so they've established this thing kills you, and these kids are standing there, and all of a sudden you as an audience are going, something's up. Mm. Something's up and this is not good. Lucimon shows up. Immediately Junpei goes, who's this child? Yeah, they've been hearing about Lucimon for so long. It is strange that they wouldn't say, this must be Lucimon. The Royal Knights have literally said, we work for Lucimon. They saw pictures of Lucimon in like the history, in the mm. museum and stuff. Oh, what about the time that Baronmon took them into the tunnel of prophecy that, or whatever? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's not even on the walls as we saw at the start of the season. I'm pretty sure they straight up saw his face. And have you noticed that rather than sounding like Izzy, now he sounds like Dante Bosco in the English? I think maybe someone said, hey, you're sounding a bit too much Izzy, but <laughs> can, can you try to change your voice a little bit? So, there's a there's a whole discussion also, about I'm... Lucimon saying that the world exists for him and it's, whole, it's his yeah. thing and all Digimon are his and humans don't belong in his world. So, here we are. Here we are. He fires a giant laser at these unprotected children. It hits them directly. They all go, ah, oh, ah, and they fly off into the air. They've just been hit by the most evil Digimon that has ever existed. Into a a full laser blast. They fly off unharmed, land on one train in the middle of... No, let me have this. You let me have no, you this. Were, you were yelling and it's hurting my ears. It requires it. But I have headphones on. Jay. I'll move back. You turn it. Turn me down. Continue. They land on one train in the middle of nowhere in the sky, and they land on top. Of it. It's a miracle shot, and the train's like, "Hi, everyone. I was expecting." 
watching you. It is the most, probably the most plot convenient thing that's happened in this whole season. And that is saying a lot. So many plot convenient things have happened. But for them to just fall into the sky and then fall down. And then all of a sudden a train appears and just catches them. He didn't know that they were going to be there. He didn't know that Lucimon was going to fire the attack. If he was warned that that was going to happen, or if he was watching the whole thing, he should have said that. He wasn't. But even if he was warned, a train track necessitates where you're going to be, so he couldn't possibly know what their trajectory would be. Also, at at one point, there's no train track. It's just in the sky, just bye-bye. But that's even too far forward in the logic gap. How could they have survived? Mm. There's what part of this ultimate evil blast was not designed to kill them, but instead was just displacing them in space. Why would he have ever done that? Yeah. In fact, it's so stupid, the English has to address it. But wait, let's not even do that, because we're not done. The where does the train happens, go, May? You uh, tell me where the train goes. It goes to the moon, which, which we have previously learned in the moon episode that you cannot go to or from unprotected because of the electromagnetic field. And they say there's no train tracks to the moon! Which, by the way... Would an electromagnetic field not work so well to a train? Okay, that sentence wasn't constructed well. I feel like it wouldn't work well with the train. As I don't would... think it, I don't think it would allow a train to go through it. If it essentially made Koji's data come out, it should have should do the same to a train or to anything. They do say without protection, but I'm pretty sure a Trailmon is still a Digimon. It's as much as a metal Digimon as Kendo Gururumon is. Yeah. It's, it's weird because I think the show imagines it to be like the rocket ship and then just forgets that it's not a real train. Yeah, it's a Digimon. Because I wonder... They're never going to explain why the tracks don't have data that you can absorb. No. They're never going to explain no. that. And that's key to the show. Like, how do they build tracks? Why don't you just build a new digital world over the tracks? It is actually the most important thing in the show as to why the tracks are not affected. Because if the tracks were affected, the show couldn't function. Mm. The kids could never get anywhere. Everyone would have died ages ago if the tracks didn't go. And also they would have died right now. Yes. Everything that's just happened is nonsense. Yes. Everything that's just happened is the... There is no explanation. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure I had a um, I don't have much to say about the matter because when I first watched this, I went straight to the No Jays Allowed uh, channel on our our Slack chat, and I just started screaming just violently, and I put all these screenshots of the trail monitor saying, "Well, let's go to the moon." You apologized we, we built something to me. There. You openly for everyone to see said i'm sorry that i made you watch digimon it was big i posted on your facebook wall i'm sorry i made you watch digimon and i I even posted a a screenshot that didn't give anything away but just had a trailmon flying off with no tracks underneath this part is this is my blackwall graymon basically this is i've never been more mad at something in digimon that's saying a lot because i was so mad in azumi's first evolution episode where she loses immediately and in her own evolution episode where she's supposed to be powerful and then this thing this thing ruins a good episode i really liked the moon episode it wasn't the best episode in frontier because that was the bergamon episode also does this mean that the moon episode was canon because if they're going to the moon side note this is technically an attack that sends them to the moon Yes, but not um, not not in its entirety. Okay. Like, it, it ten- sends them on a train. Also, I want to say, and I can't, I cannot overstate this. 
This is unequivocally the worst thing in all of Digimon so yeah, far. I would agree. The the last three minutes of this episode, the whole episode besides these last three minutes, are, is fine. That's take fine. Everything I've ever said about Digimon. Take um take uh what's it called? Vamdemon not killing Matt when he's there. Yeah. Okay, you can pretend that you that he said, Okay, well I wanna test the loyalty of these of these minions, so you guys go do it mm. and I won't do it myself. Okay, that's really stupid, but you can understand you can imagine a fake reason why that would be the case. Maybe Malo Myonismon showing up at the end of Zero Two is really dumb, but you can piece together I why those it. things all happen together. And and what's his name? The human dude and Everything being really stupid, the, who he possesses, Oikawa, and that whole thing was really dumb. And the seed that is still in Ken forever, and that's really stupid. But you can, you can piece reasons for all of those things to happen next to each other. Yeah, this sequence of events is no completely sense. inexplicable. It is plot convenient, and I, it almost feels like the writers said, "Oh, we have to, we have to get them out of here." But there's no digital world for them to go to. I feel like they've backed themselves into a corner, and they just said, "Wait, we had an episode of the moon. Let's bring the moon back. Um, they can go there now. Um, how do they get there? Um, oh, oh, they, uh, they, they build a train. How do they go on the train? Lucimon attacks them, and they land in a train. It is the most plot convenient, roughly pieced together thing that I think I've in fan fiction that I've read. From people who are not not fantastic at writing things, but are clearly like maybe quite young. Like if they're just sort of writing their first ever fan Go fiction. ahead. Like mine. A lot of qualifications in there. Yeah. I feel like I've read better solutions to being backed into a hole than this. This is the most plot convenient thing ever. And it I have to say, this is the worst thing in Digimon. This 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 last three minutes of this episode, it's it's terrible. It just it I, li- I liked the moon. I liked that they gave a reason of the the field around it could make them not go home. It added like a, a conflict to the episode. But unless they say, oh, we found a way to make this field go away. I actually have, having thought about it for 30 seconds, I came up with a more interesting solution than Let's what do they it. did. The kids are about to get shot. They see it coming. The blast charges for a little bit. So they're like, Lucimon taunts them and the kids and you know, let's say it's Takuya because he's got such a strategic mm. mind he goes we have to go into the core and he they all dive through the mist towards the center of the digital world and you leave on a cliffhanger of oh my god what's in the center of the digital world that would have been cool alternatively what if Dinosmon says wait because Lu- Lucimon says well you can have the key to the real world after I kill these like after we kill these kids what if Dinosmon says hang on I will uh, to prove my loyalty to prove how I'm worth this key, to show you how much I love you, Lord Lucimon, yeah. Lucimon Summer. I will, I will kill them with my wonderful attack that kills everything, everything <gasps> I've ever hit with this attack, everything I've ever hit with this attack. It, it disappears. It goes. It's gone. It is my mega attack. It is Breath of the Wyvern. Um, I make an amazing face when I do it. It is incredible. It is unbelievable. It is fantastic. It, it is amazing. It's the best move. You'll love it. It's the best. Oh, you no. Love I, it. I am doing Donald Trump. Oh, you love it. It's no. the best attack. It's the, it's the greatest attack. It will send them to China. No one's ever survived this attack. China is the moon. Not these guys. They, they died, but they came back. The whole, it doesn't matter. The, the, whole, the whole moon thing. Um, But wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> that would be really funny. Dinosmon just says, I'm going to use my attack. Okay, but you could also see this happening, couldn't you? He's shown that... He is, like, loyal to Lord Lucimon. Lord Lucimon says, I will give you this thing that you want after we kill the kids. It doesn't even need to be that. It'll just be, I'll give you after the kids, and then he just tells Dinosmon to do it. Like, you don't need to, you don't need to have him convince yeah. him at all. and that's what I expected to happen. I expected, you know, Lucimon to say, okay, the kids aren't dead yet. 
So Lucimon tells the Royal Knights to kill the kids and, you know, Dynasmon says, I'll do it. And, and Lord Nightmon says, no, not Breath of Wyvern. That's, you know, that's too strong. And then they go to the moon. Breath of Wyvern, the moon teleporting move for core to the story would be so funny. The thing is, I know that we probably would have complained, if we hadn't come up with this amazing headcanon, we probably would have complained that they've already done this whole, it teleports them to the moon, but it gives them an actual funny thing of like, why does he think it's so strong? No, we would have worked it out the second time. If we hadn't figured it out the first time, yeah. the second time we go, oh, that's just what it does. Yeah, and that action of that would be probably good. And then the writers want them on the moon so badly, fine. You got I them. I don't care. You got them on the moon and you get like the, the Breath of the Wyvern attack. You know what the problem is? Yeah? There's no train tracks on that moon. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? There shouldn't be train tracks on the, on the moon because how do you get a train up there because of the the field? Who cares? Uh, Dinosmon sends them to the moon. That would have been a better ending. It's I'm really less funny. mad. Less plot convenient. It was like, oh, there's a train there. Isn't that convenient? Wonderful. What do you think of this episode as someone who was new to Digimon? It's really awful. This, yeah, this this is not, it's not good. I thought it was bad in the previous episode, but it's having so bad. remembered it, the last three minutes make it worse than the, the previous episode. It's just, and the, I, I can't, I can't say it enough. You have to remember that this is episode 45, right? Yeah. 46? 46. 46. Lucy has been built up this whole time. Yes. And it comes to this. Yes. When you build something up for a long time and it comes to this, it's meant to be awesome and special. And I've never seen anything more flaccid and terrible. And the thing is, he doesn't even kill the kids. Also, I thought of sort of something else. But he tried. I just thought of something else would be better. Yeah. He launches his big attack. Yeah. The kids fade into darkness. Yeah. Or, alternatively, Lucimon shows up and the kids fall. They fall to the centre. Yeah. Then they wake up. They're on a platform. There's the Doom Train! Yay! And then they go to the real world and they have to... like They're sitting on the train like, we're going back to the real world. But the digital world's gone. Doom Train's not canon. And then maybe they, they have like a bit of bit of time on the Doom Train where they don't have... Un- some This stupid plot comedy thing doesn't happen so they have extra time. And they're just thinking... We have to go back. So they, you know, convince the Doom Train to take them back. And then, I don't know, the Doom Train puts them on the moon. I don't care. Just, I, eh, anything's better than this. quickly cover something. Yes. So when Lucimon hits them with the attack, in the Devon, he's just like, awesome, I won! Because he's an idiot. And he saw them all fly away onto a train and goes, well, good enough. Yeah. Which no, is alive. so stupid that the English, they have to change the line mm. to be that, which he goes, not what I had, had in mind, but good enough. What did he have in mind? He said he wanted to kill the kids. He literally says, I'm, I want to kill the kids first. This doesn't kill the kids. They're still alive. They're going How to How would his own attack be not what he had in mind? Also, why... If, if Okay, I dub Digimon. This is my dub of Digimon. Lucimon turns around and is like, Real Knights. Why are there still train tracks? I told you to eat the entire digital world. Why are there train tracks? Oh, you see, we're allergic to nickel. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> you get it. Yeah, me too. But... All right, wait, wait. Move. Yeah, I'm just... Okay, uh, Noxious Synopsis, tell me. Oh my god, what did Oh wait, I well, say? wait, wait, before that, um, I've, I want to finish this episode so badly because the last three minutes of episode 46 killed me. What was, what rating did you give it? I was going to give it a two, but I think it gets an all-time low negative one. I was going to give it a six. I give it a three, which is probably my lowest rating I've ever given I a think Digimon it episode. Is. Like, I think I may, might have given a four or a five at some point. I give this a three. The, the fact is, it's an okay episode. And to the last three minutes, make the writers look like they haven't done any writing before. Like, 
if I wrote something like this in the my fanfic continuation, I feel like you would not let me hear the end of it. And I have, <laughs> I've, I've done like I think I did some creative writing in high school, like you classes. You thought that was Japanese forever when I was twelve. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I still wouldn't have forgiven you for this. Yeah, and but at least if I did write that, even when I was twelve. You know, there's that, like, oh, well, I'm 12, I'm not a professional writer, I haven't done any training on the subject. This is really a team. Yeah, this is a team of writers. They get paid to write, and, mm, I don't know, it just, it's strange. Anyway, so, obnoxious synopsis predictions, go, do uh, the thing. Oh, so then that Lucifer comes out, and I said that the kids fall into the purple world. Because be you know better. what? That'd be better. How could I possibly have predicted that they would just float in space? Mm-hmm. Side note, they're on top of the train while they're in the middle of space. I forgot to mention that. They should be dead. Yes, but we've already seen that they can breathe on the moon and also go through the electromagnetic field. We could imply that the moon has a a moderate atmosphere, even though ours doesn't, but whatever. Let's assume that it does. Oh, because of the electromagnetic field, maybe. And they're in the rocket and that would have its own thing. But now they're just in space. Oh, yeah, because they float when they're in the spaceship. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, it's bad. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What was the main difference? I think I got like Nefertimon calls herself a librarian because for, Zoe says. For me, the main difference. Okay, main difference is actually the music turns off in the English one. Yeah. We just don't have music. It's awkward. But if we want to do with lines, it is the end when Lucimon has to admit that what he did was so stupid. Yeah. Well, I did hit them with my attack, and I don't know why they didn't die. They, they should have died. I can't figure it out why they didn't die. He has to say it. It's so dumb. It is dumb. This this thing's dumb. So in Obnoxious Synopsis, I asked you to list some things that you thought were the things that have set me the most out of all of Digimon I've ever watched. What's your list and what do you think? Okay, so foolishly, foolishly, I thought you were... Because I thought you said you would watch the first episode and then you were really mad. So something had happened in the first episode that had made you upset. So I was listing things there and I couldn't... I watched the whole thing and there was lots of stupid stuff, but I couldn't figure out what had made you upset. Yeah, like all the stupid things that happened in the first episode were just stupid things that have happened in Frontier before and they're on the same level. So I had made a list. Yeah. I made a fairly extensive list of all the things I thought it could be. Yeah. And they're all from the first episode till the end. So this is my list. What did May hate so much? Was it that they were piecing the data together by hand instead of just downloading it? Uh, was it how how was it how did Junpei know that you know his plan would work? Was it that they're just downloading the data anyway after they established that you couldn't do it? Was it the kids were all crowded around the snowball launcher and being useless? Was it the snowball launcher actually kind of worked? Th- was that, it, that, that that didn't upset me, but it amused me. Was it that the eggs seem to appear and actually go somewhere? Was it the you don't have a body, just a soul bit, despite him clearly having a body? Was it that the plot was actually the same as the other episodes again? Was it that Pokemon was somehow cool with the outcome of them winning? Or, finally, or was it when the final boss shoots unprotected kids with a laser blast and they land on a miracle sky train, totally unharmed, and then drive through space to the moon? <laughs> By the way, that's it, just so you know. Like, it's not even like... It's, it's not a hard question. Like, this is a pretty easy thing. The moment, I, the moment I got hit with the blast, I'm like, oh, so what's going to save them? And then it was nothing. And I go, this is it. 
this is it. Yeah, like, oh, they go on a train, I guess. Oh, by the way, they're going to the moon, completely disregarding the something they put in. And we always say, oh, Frontier, well, the world building's kind of great. Um, the, the, the moon has the, the electromagnetic field. They kind of, the world building is kind of like, they're, they're getting rid of the world building with a hammer, but the world building's not too good. It's kind of like the three little pigs, but they kind of built the world out of straw and the, the wolf came along and the wolf went a half and a puff <laughs> and he blew that sticky house down and it, it wasn't as well world built as everyone said it would. It looked like it was okay. It was the shape of a house. <laughs> But the wolf came along and sure enough, it was made out of straw. So of course it was going to fall down when he blew on it. It wasn't even glued together. It was kind of like, they were kind of like little bits of straw that had like forks in it. So they were kind of pieced together. Yes, yes. I can't think of a piece of television that I've seen, maybe in my life, that over the course of like three minutes, in fact, no, technically over the course of 30 seconds, but over the course of 30 seconds, like innumerable things continue to get worse because there's there's lots of stuff where something happens that is so dumb it ruins a show yes that happens that does happen sometimes a thing is so stupid and the whole thing falls apart sometimes two things i've never seen one after another after another after another it just keeps going and everything's wrong with it and it's such a condensed space yeah, and it's like, if it was an episode and that many things went wrong, it's just like, okay, that's fine. This was three minutes of constant, like, okay, that's happening. All right, that's happening. Oh, that's happening. Oh, oh, that's always, oh, well, that's not good. And it wasn't some random filler episode where if you cut it out, it doesn't matter. And who cares what happens in it? Because that was the moon one was, right? The moon one, silly things happen, but you can ignore them. You know, how did Takuya be back in the rocket ship? It doesn't matter, right? Because it's a filler episode. This is like what the big third act something bad just happened to the kids. Yeah, this is a Pokemon showing up. This is Piedmon's been defeated. A Pokemon is the final boss. The kids have lost their crests. Imagine if a Pokemon showed up and they were all sent to the big white zone, right? Yeah. But there was no power of friendship thing. Instead, all their all their friends appeared in the zone began crying over the kids all being dead and then the kids ended up back on the digital world by themselves and they had three cakes to share and they said well we won yep and you go none of that made any sense because it didn't yep that's it yep and the writers were like problem solved yeah problem solved the kids didn't have to do anything i've always said okay frontier is okay unless you think about it and then you find all these problems this is not this is a problem that is glaring this isn't a problem you have to think about to find (laughs) it does get worse when you think about it though it gets funnier when you think about it actually (laughs) it's so bad it's so glaring this is such a huge problem i'm just like people uh, okay I, it's fine to, for people like to like the season, but I would like to hear if anyone can defend this scene. Because I'm, I'm open to, to oh. finding a way to defend this scene. I was, I was going to say, and I meant to, I'm, I want to lay an open challenge. I think we both would. An open challenge to any listener who could send us what you think would be a semi-reasonable explanation for the turn of events that takes place from Lucimon waking up to the kids taking a train to the moon. You need to explain... Why Lucimon attacking does not hurt the kids. Why the attack blows them, like, concussively into the distance, but doesn't actually hurt them in any way. That it sends them all the way into the stratosphere, and that they somehow land on the one train that appears to have known they were going to be there, that is on a piece of track that does not actually go anywhere, Mm. and then it is revealed it also somehow goes to the moon. 
if you can justify that, that is my challenge to you. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm, I'm all for this. Please, please, if you can, if you can fix this, do it, please. I please want explain. to offer a prize. I can't work it out. So honestly, if you can do it, I will have a discussion with you about what we can give you as a prize or what I can give you as a prize. Well, what about we, we add them to the Slack chat or something if they're not a Patreon supporter? No, but if they're a Patreon... Like, depend, I want to see these things and we'll work through it. I don't think... I honestly don't think any of you can because I can't. It, it, it is pretty silly. Can't. There's nothing. There's no way. Yeah. This series of impossible events... I still think Darnus Mon should have taken them to the moon. Yeah, and it would have been really funny. It would have mm. been great. But it's inexplicable. This is the worst thing ever. And I no. want to stop doing this show. No, this, this is worse than Blackwell Greymon. Because when when we got to Blackwell Greymon, like, you, you did have the freak out. But it, it no, was... But that, was that was a different reason entirely. Yeah, was I like, just hated him. Yeah, you hated him. But, like, the show, was, the show wasn't amazing. But it was okay. Like, it didn't make you want to say, well, I can't watch this anymore. And also, like, I didn't hate on it. This part, how did, how did I not freak out about this terrible writing when I was a kid? Because I'm was i not stupid, and I wasn't stupid when I was 14. Oh, alternatively, write in with what your impressions were when you first saw this. If you remember it, yeah. what was, if you saw this as a kid, if you saw it when you were older, importantly, especially if you like Frontier, tell, tell us what went through your mind when you saw this scene. Because we've talked about this scene for about as long as an individual episode. Yes. It's unbelievable. Mm. And I've been thinking about this scene for a week and I've been trying to think about how maybe, maybe I watched incorrectly. Maybe something not totally plot convenient happened. Something plot convenient did happen. And I'm just, for memory, when I first saw this, I think I just took the show's word for it, which is a problem a lot of the time when (sighs) you're watching a show is that you tend to take the writer's (sighs) word for it. You kind of just go along with what they're saying. And I think that's what I did when I was 14 is I just sort of said, okay, I guess that's happening because maybe at 14, I didn't analyze shows. I didn't say, well, why is this happening? That's stupid. It's and maybe it's only now, but like, no, it, it is, it is dumb. Um, it contradicts things. It is plot convenient. It didn't like, it, it could have been written in a better way that was amusing or that was entertaining in some way or that went into canon at all. I don't know. Oh, it's just, ah. Uh. Anyway, uh, so I noticed something that we haven't seen for a while. When was, when was the last time we saw Slide Evolution? They're gone and who cares? And when was the last time we saw Shotamon? It's just something I noticed when They're I was watching this episode. They're gone and who cares? Um, I also briefly want to talk about how I'm not sure if either of these episodes... The last episode wasn't filler. I'm trying to work out if episode 45 was filler. I think it was. 45 was not filler because... Wait, hold on, wait. 45 was the Iceland. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was, it was once again Schrodinger's filler. But, yeah, but the problem is 46 isn't filler. No, it is not. But they mentioned the moon. But yes. Does that mean the moon episode isn't filler? No, because if that moon episode didn't happen, this episode would make more sense. Okay, you're right. But presu- I have no idea what happens the next episode. But if they go to the moon and they see Starmon and they reference that episode, does that mean that the moon episode wasn't canon? Because I can't remember what happens. There are multiple moons, though. They could be going to a different one. Oh, there are three. Okay, I've solved it. They actually turned out they went to one of the other moons. But generally, when I heard the moon, they're going to the same. If there are Starmon and Because they say the moon. Yeah, they, they say the moon like there's not three of them. And I guess I forgot that there were three moons. So I they, knew. Maybe not all of them have the electromagnetic field. It still doesn't stop the trailmon from picking them up being really ridiculous. Yeah. Is this the same train that was that could hold them from space? No, that was uh, that was the mole. 
Okay. One. Sure. This is the German one. He talks a yeah. lot more in the dub too, which is something I forgot to well, mention. You, re- you recognize it in German for sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, me. Oh, Lipschitz, mi, get on my back. Me Liebe. <laughs> mein Liebe. <laughs> mein Liebe. Um, okay, so that's that's that. Uh, so now we're up to the the final, p- presumably. Lucimon showdown arc. Thoughts and predictions. Do you have any? You predict it'll be over soon. All I want to say, and this should speak to itself. None of this is predictions. None of this is thoughts. Well, it's thoughts, but. Uh, we went back and forth on the question for the entire season. What's worse, Zero Two or Frontier? There is no longer a question. Yep, there's not. This is a league of its own for terribleness. Because it's not just this scene, right? This scene is the anvil that breaks the camel's back. That is the case. But six episodes, I think. Six episodes of a filler arc in which every episode has the same plot. Yes. And I don't remember when we watched Zero Two ever getting this mad or or emotional. Oh, we got I got angry at stuff. I got angry. At stuff. I mean, I got more emotional technically. We all saw it at Blackwell Greymon, Yes. However, I didn't have this point of reference. Right, this point of reference of at least in Zero Two stuff happened. It mm. sucked. It really sucked and was dumb and was not entertaining. But stuff happened. Right. Yep. 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 And each episode was different. I can't believe. I can't believe that a stretch of episode, any given stretch of episodes from Zero Two is arguably better than this stretch of episodes from Frontier because different stuff happens. That's yes. it. And I know people told us that the Royal Knights arc on this was the worst arc. Yep, I believe them. No one told us it was because the episodes are all the same. I think some people said that the episodes were filler, but I'm not sure if anyone said that the episodes were the same. Maybe. I could yeah, be completely filler wrong. Filler sounds familiar, but there's a difference between... There's a minor difference. Well, no, there is a difference between filler and, like, Naruto showed that you could do 60 episodes of filler and every episode is different. Yeah. It sucks because you know the story's not going anywhere and you want it to, but you know it, it feels different. There's stuff there. There's entertainment factor. Every episode of this one had been the same. So much so... I would posit that if you you could condense five of these episodes into a montage. Yeah. And it would be more entertaining. And yeah. it would save you time and budget. Yeah, and have a shorter season, I I'd guess. Have a shorter season. Or, you know... Add in some good episodes. <laughs> yeah, do that, well, ideally. add in more filler, because there's not a lot of filler in this season compared well, to... there's now. Season. Yeah, there is... We, look, we can't just say a whole arc is filler. We can. Filler arcs exist. And, again, one of these episodes is canon. Only one of them. Yeah. It doesn't matter which. Arguably the first one and the last one can be canon because then they, they add something. Yeah. The rest of the episodes could have been a montage. Because it doesn't matter if any of them happened, specifically. If one of them happened, then they all happened. Or how about if while they're on the moon, they spend so long on the moon, the Royal Knights just absorb all the data. I guess. That's, uh, we miss- I mean, we wouldn't have seen Gotsamon and that, that would have been sad. We didn't see Flame Terminal, that would have been they sad. They wouldn't see Lucimon at the end here? And then they come back and Lucimon's there. I don't know. I don't care. And the kids wouldn't be responsible about, for anything? What about he Dinosmonder's Breath of Wyvern and Lucimon's on the moon? I don't care. Also, it must be implied that either all the Digimon are on the moon, as in the trains went there immediately and not to anyone's castle, or they're all dead. Yes. No one mentions it, of course. Yep. Okay, can we, we let's move on to the next bit. Screenshot of the week. Mine, mine was Dinosmon's face when he realized Kaiser Greymon's a fire spirit. It's My, beautiful. It's, I love I love him. I, I, I love his face. Mine is the train flying through the sky. That's, yep. that's it. Because it's what you want to do. You want to fly away from this series. <laughs> it's so late. We've been doing this for so long. We've been doing this for so long. And 
Um, I'll just, I guess I'll just mention now. We there survived was, a blackout. There was a blackout uh, mid-recording, but we're recording on the mixer, and it saves directly to the SD card, so we lost nothing, and I was relieved. It was a big, big relief. So that was fun. And I also had to obviously check and verify that everything was still working. Everything was still working because I decided not to use the mixer with the batteries and plug it into the wall. And yeah, we had a power outage. It, it was fun. It lasted for 30 seconds. It was spoopy. So uh, Digimon introducing this episode. Let's go. No, go away. Zambamon. I don't remember. Griffamon. I don't remember. Terramon. I don't remember. Adramon. I remember, but it's not introduced. I love him. Lucemon? Not introduced. Uh, Okay. And I guess on to Postmon Pat then. So for Postmon Pat this week, first up we'll do our weekly poll. And just just before we do our weekly poll, I just want to say that Postmon Pat seemed a little lighter this week, which is probably good because we spent 40 minutes talking about the exact same topic. (laughs) Um, To be fair, the Royal Knights arc was doing the exact same topic for nine episodes. So who's the real villain here? Certainly not Lucemon, who can't even hurt some children. The answer is Koji's father. Do you know who would have been more effective at hurting some children? I don't know, the moon? Oikawa, with no help. Yes. He was better at hurting children than the devil. Oh, he was Vamdemon. No, no. Imagine if he wasn't possessed by Vamdemon, he would still be more effective at hurting children. Do you remember that time that Yamaki strangled a 10-year-old? I do. Who's Yamaki? Yamaki was in Tamers. He was the blonde guy with the sunglasses. I remember him, yeah. And he strangled Genra. More effective. Yeah, that was great. Um, so for Weekly Poll this week, we only had one comment, and Jay will read it. And the question was, should Gotsumon have stayed with the children? And Chakmon says yes. They also say uh, that there's, there's potential for some funny interactions at uh, Takuya's expense, since Koji and Gotsumon are similar. And they'd be best friends. I actually have a discussion topic in episode 111 about Gotsumon staying, but so we won't talk about anything about that until then because I, I spent a lot of time with my notes this uh, the other day organizing everything. So this poll only had 10 votes. Yeah. So six people said yes, four people said no. And onto the rest of Postman Pattern. As I said, it's quite light. And I think that's probably because we also released our end of season discussion questions. So a lot of people spent time answering those. And of course, I won't, I won't be answering them or reading them out until episode 111, which is coming out July 15th, I think. Yeah. So this is our. So we have two more episodes of Frontier where we cover the last four episodes. And then we have our final episode. So we're almost done. So we got one from with on with the will from Togatak, who says that uh, shots of kids riding each other is uncomfortable. Yeah, so it's when um, Koji is Kendogurumon and both Gotsumon and I believe Koichi are riding him. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Like they use each other as transportation. Like Greymon was able to carry people, so it's less weird. Yeah. Uh, we got one from Clank, who says that they the they're sort of miniaturized ranked Atmon episodes are the top three is the first the first one is the election results hand of evil approach the second is attack ultimate Atmon uh the ultimate four which is the one we're watching this that's the second favorite okay we're we're watching it we should look forward to it then yeah we're watching it tomorrow so no yet well it's after midnight so yes tomorrow and then uh the third is net ocean is in a big pinch the time has come ultimate at fusion which is the time on one which is pretty decent uh no that wasn't the time that wasn't the time on one that was the globe on one where we had the epic evolution yeah it's not bad and uh, their bottom three worst is the recap. Yeah, it doesn't even count, does it? Yeah. The second worst is Gatchman running away. Yeah. Correct. And the third worst is Dokemon in love. It's not... It's really... It's bad. 
it's, it's not the worst. Well, no, the worst is well. No, no. What what's in that spot? I don't know what our third our third worst is. I feel like it might be that. Um, okay, well, just, fair enough. If you give me a second, I'll, I don't really need you to check. Well, no, I'll, I'll just check just for the the podcast. So if you not don't want to hear my ranking, you can skip like fifteen seconds. So our top three is episode four, which is the I shall have you in a costume, Cameramon's Halloween scandal, and then the second place is episode thirty six, Aim for the Nine Gods, Apple Yama forty four seventy elections. Third place is episode. 21 the road to the top idol coach one's intensive training and our bottom three so episode 26 is our bottom bottom one the i'm a protagonist the meeting of gatchmon that's just a recap episode episode 29 is in th- is 35th which is second last which is the no as exactly the same as is exactly the same <laughs> buddy cancellation is second worst and third worst is Docmon's in love okay so no our, our our bottom three were exactly the same so yeah they're, they're, and the thing is i would rather watch the Gatchmon running away or the Dokumon in love. I'm not counting the recap episode because it was a recap episode more than any episode in Frontier. At least Hunter J is in the is in that worst episode. Mm. So the fu- the thing is, even the bad episodes of Atmon, I still would rank higher than the majority of episodes in Frontier. Maybe not the Bergamon episode. The, no, Bergamon, I would rank... It wasn't that good. You just, you're putting it up on a pedestal it doesn't deserve. No, it deserves so, to be at least better. we go yep. on from Chakmon, who says they enjoyed the variety of Digimon in episode 43. The static flames in the fire terminal were cheesy. They also say that the uh, the problems with these episodes is that in order to have nostalgia, you have to care. But the show didn't give much depth to these places. So you said that even the show didn't care. Um... And maybe people don't like Frontier because it's the fourth time we're watching the same story. I don't agree because Shonen stories are always the same story. And they're they're often very interesting, even with only minor variations. Uh, and they like Gotsumon and Koji reu- Koji's reunion. And finally, Re-Atmon, uh, they said that Astra being happy about Aerie's ranking was very sweet. So also on With The Will, we have Jay Uko, who says that... Frontier staff shouldn't have expected the franchise to die at this point, which is what a few people in the th- the with the will thread were saying about how it almost seemed like the writers just said, "Well, Digimon's not as popular as it used to be. Maybe it's just dying. Let's just basically turn out whatever we could." Yeah. So- yeah, and then it, it Frontier flopped hard, and Frontier's anime being lackluster pretty much sealed the deal. Not even the toys could save the anime at that point. Amusingly, the toy line continued without an anime to, to back it up for a few years, which yeah, it did. And it sort of does seem like the writers just said, well, Digimon's dead, but we still have, we're still being paid to write a show, so let's just crank out whatever ideas we could. And that's sad. Yeah. Because it, it's weird, because it's like they had a template where at the end it said the Royal Knights get the data, and they had to build towards it. Because they knew it was going to happen, right? Mm. So they couldn't think of anything clever to do at all. Uh, we got one on Tumblr from IRL Yuya who says that they cried tears of joy in the latest Atmon episode when the other characters were crying. Me too. Good on you. Me too. Although how latest? We don't know if that's the... No, no, no. no, no. I think, I'm pretty sure that's the... Uh... Is that the airy one or is that the, the Ultimate Four? The airy one, the one that we saw. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a Mormon nerd says uh, Data Squad was the first season where they had all the episodes beforehand. As in the dub. Oh. Because yeah, um, just so you know, Data Squad is the dub title. So Mormon Nerd is talking about the Data Squad. Uh, Data Squad is the dub version of Savers, season five. So Mormon Nerd says that it was actually Jeff Nimoy's <laughs> favorite season to work on, as Disney mostly let him do what he wanted. And like how in, in Adventure in Zero Two, how he wasn't really given that much creativity. Most Digimon only evolved to adult champion in their natural lives before getting to perfect and ultimate, and ultimate mega. And it was a rarity that Digimon reached their, these levels. That's what makes humans and Digimon partnerships so powerful, because they can help them reach a higher level. 
And this may be why higher levels don't guard the village of beginnings because they aren't there. I still feel like they could have found someone stronger than an armor, but that's fine. I feel like Swanmon was just... I don't know. I don't like, I don't like Swanmon in that position. I prefer Lekmon, even though Le- Lekmon's weaker. Swanmon has clearly pinned the tail on the armor evolution chart. Yep. And finally, we got one from So With The Flow, who says... My I fr- love that name. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sick. They say that my friend and I are the only ones in our group who love Digimon. We've been trying to convince the rest of our friends to watch it for years. So we're loving, so we love living vicariously through Jay's reluctant agreement to watch every episode with you. I guess that was directed right at you. Yeah. Uh, so that, so that's it for Postman Pat. As I said, it's pretty light. A lot of people were answering our end of season question, which is good. It gives us more to discuss in our final Frontier episode where we can finally say goodbye to Frontier. All right, everybody, join us for the next episode of In Another World With My Smartphone. Wow, that's, is that Atmon? Is that Atmon's alternative title? No, I think it's like they go to a fantasy world and the only thing that he's brought with... It's like in Gate where there's a modern military, but there's one guy who just has a smartphone. That I don't know. So good. I'm reading it off the title, yeah. but it's a guess. The next episode is called When Knights Fall. Or The Royal Knights Fall and... <laughs> the Brothers Yain and Yangi. I hate you so much. <laughs> or Light and Darkness are One, Koichi's Last Wish. It's almost like, I swear I said this earlier in the season, it's almost like Koichi's a thing that couldn't go into Koji's life when he goes back, so he kind of has to die. Like, I was tossing up whether or not to conceal the word last from this and just make it Koichi's wish, but then I realised I don't actually care all that much anymore. Good! I don't, you I don't care. Like, if it was in Adventure, I was like, oh, I, I must, like, watch the English first. Um, well, it, cover up, cover up, cover up, must cover up. Now I'm just like, I don't care. I don't it's care. It's nothing to care about. I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm beyond, like, I feel really bad. Like, and please, if you like Frontier, like, you do that. You, you enjoy Frontier. That's fine. I'm just, I'm done with it. I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm ready for Savers. I'm, I'm worried that Jay won't like Savers. I'm hoping that he does because I love Savers, but like, please, please like Savers. Knowing what we know now, because this, there's a lot of things, political debates a lot like this, right? Mm -hmm. Political debate is a situation where you often feel like you are absolutely correct. But the other person feels like they're absolutely correct. And yeah. you both have information and it's like 50-50 a lot of the time. Yes. That's how it is. Sometimes issues go one way or the other, but you will feel really, really convinced one way. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot about shows you like. It shows people like, I like this thing about it, right? People like Dexter for this reason and people didn't like it for this reason. And it's fi- and it goes like that. Didn't like the ending. Opinions are one way or the other. Ending was Garbo. In this case... I understood. People like Frontier. They have nostalgia. They might like it for this reason. They might like it for that reason. People justified it all the way through the season. Knowing what I know now of a scene that I think is indefensible and that is so crucial to the entire show, there is no hiding that. That's a pillar of the show. And if that goes away, if if the... You call that the first climax. They just reveal the big villain. It's a big thing. That is untenable it doesn't work i would really like to know again and i know it's i don't want to badger people but i would also just like to i would like to hear the discussion of how this fits into a universe where someone likes the show well as we've said like the people who said that frontier was their were their favorite or second favorite seasons hate this arc but it's, it's one thing about hating the arc right maybe it can't be defended but also like it's this part this part, which affects not... It's not just the arc. Because the arc you can remove, remove. It's filler. Who mm. cares? This part's different. And I don't know where to be with that. It'd be like if Attack on Titan... Like, did the um, the thing from 
signs, which is, oh, we've been fighting the Titans the whole time and it's really dark and we don't know what to do and it turns out they were, like, weak to water. Like, it was, like, super dumb that no one had ever tried. Mm. And it doesn't make any sense because they've also been in rain earlier in the season and it didn't do anything. Like, imagine if it was something that stupid. That is not what happens in Attack on Titan, by the way. I hear that this mystery in that is both very, very clever and is handled very well and you should watch it. I've really enjoyed it so far. Mm. Um... I'm I'm done. I, I guess yeah. we're done. Uh, Weekly Wonders. Um, I, I was gonna say Arms because that came out this week, but I haven't played enough of it to s- recommend it or not. So what I am going to recommend is actually Pokemon Go again because and Niantic do this thing that whenever every couple of months I feel like I start to lose interest in Pokemon Go. Like I'm not devoted to the app. Like I might open it a little bit just to do something, but like I won't feel as like oh I have to keep it open or else I'll miss something, or I have to go out and go out into the world and do something. But they just added another big update and it was a huge update to the gyms. And they've made it, I know, a lot more fun almost to play in gyms. And, you know, you actually, you can't stay in a gym for months and months now. They they kick you out after a while, which is good because some people were just camping in a gym. It still has the problem where people have multiple accounts and, you know, if people have five accounts, they just fill up the gym because it only has five spots now. Yeah. And they don't even have to train it up to level 10 like they did before. It automatically has five spots when it's open. Okay. Like, it starts off and you put your Pokemon right. in and you have four spots to put in. So, if you have five accounts, you don't even have to train it anymore up to that level. You just put them in. And that's a problem because there are people in my area who have five accounts. So, they fill it up. Which not only is a problem for people in that team, but it's also a pro- pe- problem for people who aren't in that team who want to challenge you because it's still that that problem. So there's Nidex will have to work out that because that's that's terrible, but they're working on spoofers at the moment. It's a good advertisement for uh, Pokemon Go you got there. So what I'm I'm really enjoying is that they seem to have how people tend to lose interest in things after a couple of months and they're sort of doing their big updates every couple of months and it's really good and every time they do an update it pulls me back in. Like it's did the same thing when they released Gen 2 a couple of months ago. So yeah, g- go catch some Pokémon. Speaking of updates that make things better, uh, for anyone who plays Hearthstone, Ben Bro just discussed that in, when a new set comes out, within your first 10 packs, you are guaranteed a legendary card now, which mm-hmm. is just a straight buff. And also, whenever you open a legendary, it will be one you don't have. Oh, that's cool. Which I like is that. incredible. Is that your weekly wonder? No. My weekly wonder is the Black Monday Murders. What's that? Black Monday Murders is a comic book, because I've been getting really into the comic books lately. You're always into the comic books. No, but like really big into them. So what's it's called Black Murder? The Black Monday Murders. Oh. Um, and it's about, um, basically, it follows, it is, it's on one hand a murder mystery about uh, the murder of a, like, a bank executive. Uh-huh. And it is, on the other hand, about these bank executives who are cultists and they worship the god of money. Yep. And it is a story about like the system and like the arcane rituals that they have in place that governs how money works because money is actually a force uh-huh. that is uh that, that can be manipulated via like ritual sacrifice. Mm. It's really really interesting mm. and it's quite dark and it's really really cool. Mm. It sounds a, interesting. It's a good book. I'll link down to link, to link to the description along with our weekly poll, which for this week is I couldn't think of anything better. So it's should Kaiser Greymon and Magna Gurumon kill Neferdimon because she asked for it. That was the best I could I think guess. of. Alternatively, like, d- did this episode make sense? No. I would like there is is there an explanation? Not what is the explanation. I've asked that. I've asked that. But just, is there an explanation? Okay, so do you think it should be that instead of mine? No, no, I like this. Yours okay. is fine. I, th- this is such an interesting season. I wish I could interview the writer. I wish. 
I wish I could like ask a writer what they were thinking. Yeah. About so many things. And I I have to think the response would be I okay, the response would really be I don't remember. But I'm sure you can find articles from the writers online. I don't think so. I I don't think a respectable writer would put themselves out there on a project this bad. I'm, pr- I'm sure you can find interviews online. They've they've had interviews in magazines before, like V Jump. I'm sure that yeah, that, would ex- like, that exists. Like anyone in the mainstream media is going to ask questions like, "Why did you write the worst twist ever?" Yeah, or just put them on the moon. I guess I don't know. IDK does uh does the Breath of Wyvern take them to the moon? I need to know. I need to know that. And then, yeah, and then the writer will put a Kanaka and say, yeah, that sounds right. Because Breath of Wyvern is essentially the exact same thing as Lucimon's attack here, but you've cut out the middleman. Of the train. And that middleman is so much worse. Yeah. You can find our screenshots of the week and our weekly wonders linked in the description. And in our link dump, our red bubble, which is also linked in the description. And you can you can get more than just shirts. So uh, if you buy a shirt or buy a mug or buy whatever and take a picture of it and tweet it or Facebook or something at us and we will we will talk about it and it'll be great. And you'll also have some sweet swag with an amazing design designed by Chisai. So that's that's pretty cool. You can participate in our end of season discussion by answering our end of season questions and participating in our survey and answering our poll. And this is all on in one post on our website. And that's also linked in the description if you want. You can contact us and stay updated. You can email us at lostintranslation1 at gmail.com. Or you can comment on this episode or message us on SoundCloud. You can follow us on at Translation on Twitter. And you can find us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We have a discussion thread on With the Will and a Reddit thread in the Digimon subreddit. And you would really appreciate it if you were to review us on iTunes and or Stitcher. And we have a website. Vote in our weekly poll. Vote in our end of season discussion things. Do it. We're also really close to our next Patreon milestone where we will play the Japanese Digimon board game, as I mentioned in Lost in Newsletter. And then the milestone after that will allow us to create an additional monthly episode where we can cover things that Jay wants because we feel sorry for him because we just made him watch Frontier. You can donate to our Patreon which is linked in the description and you can do that from as little as a dollar a month which gets you access to our Slack chat group but there are higher levels to get you things like more rewards like notes, early episodes and more. Thank you to our current Patreon supporters. Sam Krieger, who hosts a podcast called The Moncast, which talks about Pokemon and Digimon. Stevie, who is Stevie on uh, Stevie Padmon on Tumblr and is currently taking commissions. Wu Qinglong, who you can find at twitch.tv slash Wu Qinglong. Metal Mamemon, Joe, Penguin Mage, Anime Guy, who is Anime Guy Kurosaki and the number one on YouTube. Chakmon, Ishpal Bamba, Hiro Alato, who is at Hiro Alato on Twitter. Jason Morosky, Ryuchi, who is Frost Magic on Archive of Our Own, Stephen Reese, who is at Wildwing64 on Twitter, Kaidawashi, Mac, Noam, Riku, Red and Garen from the Versus Podcast, which you can find on SoundCloud, Chisai, you can follow at Chisai236 on Tumblr, Corey, Kyle, Delady Bugman, whose anime blog you can read at bagubirago.wordpress.com, Small Wolfie, who is on Topastic as Small Wolfie and has a comic called Eden of Melancholy, Tom, Glitchgoat, Asra McCool, Nicholas, and Matthew. You can also make a one-off donation on PayPal, which you can find in the description. It's paypal.me slash Make sure to let us know for the podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye! Bye!
We'll keep our eyes peeled. Really? That sounds painful. 